0: I kinda like it when a lot of people die. Listen up, Scoob close to your house with the mug. Listen up, Listen skewed close to the everything. most. Chris Smith, as he boasts, we toast die as we roast. Any little problem, and we'll fix it in post. Playing devil's advocate as he hits you with jokes. Who can it be sitting next to me? Add knee your baby's dad, me. Spitting comedy, magically schooling all your comic book wannabes. You're gonna be hit with a hook or turn your face into a tragedy. Steve B. with the chemistry. Dropping recipes and melodies, restlessly, especially. Using dark humor as weaponry. Mentally haunting all your dirty thoughts like an entity. No empathy, discredibility, discussing history, legacy, ethnicity, destiny, felonies, industry, jealousy, memories, uh. penalties tendencies, therapy, heavily, alcohol, the cast is the remedy, alcohol, the cast is the remedy, somebody got shot in Charlotte, we're not going to talk about it though because I don't know anything about it, <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> this is the alcohol, I could have just waited to bring it up <laughs> till
1: next week or something, we even it up? we're
0: not even going to talk about it, <laughs> I am Chris Smith. <laughs> Why are you looking down, Eddie? To right, I got uh, my name's Dr. Dadney. And to the left, Stevie Artis Borgase. And apparently, there was a shooting, but we don't want to talk about it. But yet, yeah, Stevie wants to bring it up first thing you hear. I didn't bring it up. He's Steve, so right? like so he's just so <laughs> meta. He's so like meta. Stupid. Is that meta? <laughs>
1: Let's talk about shoe we have no idea what
0: about at all. We're not Fox News. Trust me, okay? I know what happened. It happened in Milwaukee. God, God he wasn't reading a book. It was a gun that looked like a book. That's why he was shot. Because the reptilian government had him. <laughs> They want you to be in uh, a race war. This mm-hmm. guy knew about
1: the aluminum mirrors in the clouds. <laughs> and so they took him out. They planted a gun
0: on him. A cloud came down from the sky. He had a gun dressed to look like a baby in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> fucking chemtrails. a <laughs> so cloud. Fucking it stupid. was a
1: death cloud that <laughs> shot him, not
0: the cops. Looking at it in terror. <laughs> God, uh, so funny, yeah! Steve. Shout out, Chris. Uh, yeah, I got a shout out. MK to Ultra fucking project. <laughs> a new SoundCloud follower. She's got five hundred and twelve followers. She's following twelve hundred people, and her name is Alexandra Harris. New listener. So shout out to Alexandra Harris. I bet most of these people on SoundCloud are fucking bots. You think bots? so? can make yeah. can bots? Yeah, subscribe? of course. SoundCloud is gonna have like these little. Automated, like, um, way to bring down the podcast code. I am shout out to Bender for listening in. So, because they want you to keep using their site, they want you to keep paying for their site. This is just me being they want you to keep paying for their site. Alex Jones, (laughs) they want you to listen. (laughs) So, they give you listen, everyone's a bot. (laughs) assassinated JFK. <laughs> is that what you're saying? And the fact that everyone's a bot, that's, that already sounds like a conspiracy theory. Everyone's <laughs> a bot. Everyone's Bro. a bot. Next next time you go up to your friend, chop his arm off, it's going to be filled with electrical wires. I mean, one of them literally is... You didn't get this from me? <laughs> Kurt K. Boozy or whatever, but it literally, his picture is, get real listeners today. Oh. Madnessdeals.com. dot oh, That one's obviously, <laughs> obviously not person. a bot. Obviously, uh, a real person. guaranteed real you're person. Being this one paranoid have, and weird. This one doesn't have any. He's trying to hook us up, bro. I think he knows just, he's a fan of the podcast. He's trying to send us deals. I'd
1: click on it if I were you. I think you're, I, th- I just think you're a cynic. Cynical man, you fucking. I got
0: it from. You're a fucking. I nailist. got it from the best. You know? <laughs> You're nihilist, Chris. I had Adam here all <laughs> week, Niles. and he fucking. He just got into me, Alex Jones. What's pretty new
2: your year yeah. He got
0: into you, bro, with he his, got his got big dick. Again. He yeah. got inside <laughs> of you. Yeah, with that big old hog of his that apparently just keeps growing. It's <laughs> never <laughs> ending. It's like it's a never-ending story, bro. But we story, hog bro. Ain't got shit on Adam Lee's uh. hog apparently. <laughs> It never stops growing. <laughs> a, oh, my God. Battle off. What do they have battle off? Adam's hog versus Bowie's hog. Ooh, apparently, according to Adam, it wouldn't even be a contest. A fight to death. <laughs> it's like, it just I got you in the things. ring. I got your hog in the ring for three whole minutes. <laughs> <laughs> three,
2: three minutes, minutes of
0: hate
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh I was going to make a Slim Jim joke.
0: <laughs> just... Too low-hanging. Oh, it's dis- distasteful. It's the macho man you're talking about, okay? How <laughs> hey, dare you? rest in <laughs> peace, of- oh, oh, dude. <laughs> I don't have a shout-out. All right,
1: that's fair. Moving on. Move on.
0: Uh, shout-out to Adam Lee for going, coming down this weekend. Fucking came over for one day, right? It's kind of dumb. He came on a Sunday. But uh, he actually took his dog back, which is fucking great. Um, so now we don't have to worry about the dog being here all the time. And he's been paying me to watch his dog each month, or Adney and I, putting in money for rent. And even though he took his dog on the day we paid rent, he still gave us rent money. Because he also missed a month. So in the end, he didn't really give us anything. (laughs) Because he didn't miss a month. I like how you were, like, giving him a compliment, but... You're twisting down at oh, the same exact got, time. You got it, right? yeah, The back, it, backhanded compliment. Yeah, com- yeah, yeah. 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 It's <laughs> a compliment sandwich. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a
1: passive-aggressive type thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, Like exactly. chicks do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every You're single You're not a chick, car, chick, are you? <laughs> but uh, yeah, shout out no, to No, but you guys, so Adam was like sitting here like, yesterday thinking for a long time about wanting to leave the dog here. <laughs> oh, because he's only going to be up there for was. 30 days, apparently. But and he, he doesn't
0: even get a house. Like, but it's f- going to be extremely hard for him to get a place yeah. with a dog for only 30 days when he doesn't have any money. Like, yeah. he has a little bit of bucks, but not nearly as much as you need because right now the cost of living in Portland is sky-fucking-rocketing because everybody's fucking moving in there. Yeah. It was like 1750 for like a 350-square-foot yeah, it's, it's studio. <laughs> It was crazy, dude. Like everything that he was looking up is just like crazy. He's gonna have to go like outside of 82nd, and that's just like super rough outside of 82nd. Yeah, man. Outside 82nd, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. You don't want to get, you don't want to get past yeah. 83rd. We all know about saying. that, right? <laughs> we all know about that. I'm just saying. Non-binary education. <laughs> Wait. In uh, fucking Sokovia. Isn't, they know about. Since, that. since it is in Poland, is it non-binaryification or gentrification <laughs> still? Like, would you? How no, it's you, definitely they're non-binary, non-gentrified. No, like it's oppression. <laughs> <It's, laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, shout out to Adam. I love you, man. I, it, it was awesome hanging out with him. I miss yeah, him I love so him fucking it's much, fun dude. fun stuff. He gets me cool a little talking. bit more motivated we to all, do shit. I, sh- I showed him the chemtrail episode of last podcast. He was dying to laughter. He's like, alright, <laughs> that's fucking funny. <laughs> and it was cool that you know he can get teased for something that he thinks is fucking dangerous <laughs> that are not. It's clouds! <laughs> the clouds. Uh, so yeah. That's your shout out? So you're going to shout out to him and now we're just going to bash him? Because speaking of Adam, <laughs> and speaking <laughs> of but yeah, he's got something no no, no no we're going to Adam that's what we're going oh, to okay. start with sure, should I make a song about Adam? I thought you were that's what I thought you were about to do improv one. improv improv yeah improv <laughs> <laughs> improv improv you guys think you're slick mm. Oh Guess where he's going to yeah. ride out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <Yep. laughs> <laughs> Serious God. And you know that I'm a prick cause no, I got a big I dick say, yeah.
2: you guys I got a big
0: annoying <laughs> dick <laughs> That never stops growing You guys think you're slick You keep giving me shit But you guys are really pricks Because I have that big old dick It's Adam Lee <laughs> So I'm sorry Adam But we had to bring this but up on the podcast
2: p- <laughs> Cause it's fucking fuck yo. Yeah, hilarious oh, you oh, He knew this was coming.
0: <laughs> coming.
1: You knew this was oh, coming. Oh, I'm an
0: little, little
2: punny, huh, <laughs> I mean, You knew this
0: was coming, bro. <laughs> oh, hey!
1: Unlike the girl that said at
0: your house This has been a long time coming. Oh, we're just saying. <laughs> oh, we're, you start us off, Stevie. Where where were we? Can we get? What? Can we book? get? A, no, can we get? Like can we get some context? Can
1: we get the stenographer in? Please get the stenographer, <laughs>
0: stenographer <laughs> to, to read what was said. <laughs> what was said? So as everybody knows, we're all in a group chat. <laughs> Adam says the douchiest things sometimes. I hate all, don't get you wrong. Regular, I say douchey things on a sometimes. Basis, though. Even Stevie and Annie. Lesser than me say douchey things sometimes, but Adam is the king of saying douchey things on the group yeah. Let's bring in this son- one. Let's bring our sonographer. <laughs> uh, my name is uh, Kevin uh, Jacobson, and uh, <laughs> I uh, Listen to these guys all the time and stop I, uh, talking <laughs> Shut up this and read the thing. I like my normal voice. Kevin, <laughs> I it. Kevin okay.
1: shut the okay. fuck okay. up. I got it. Nobody cares about what you have to okay. say Read okay. what you wrote. <laughs> okay, read what he said you mean I swear to you, fucking...
0: You want a show up at all? Okay, okay. It's a seriously though, dick's getting caught on pants and it's fucking pissing me off. Y'all dick stop growing? <laughs> <laughs> and Chris said... <laughs> Y'all Chris said You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm wasting my time explaining this to you, but according to just about very incredible web health source, state... Or, at the age of 18, you stop growing. For a low percentage, it's 20 or 27. Or you are 27. Your dick's not growing. Your legs are getting bigger from your exercise and diet, making your pants seem tighter, making your dick seem bigger, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And then Addy just put <laughs> <laughs> and then he put. You stop growing at 25, from what I recall. It's mainly the girth, not the length, dude. <laughs> <laughs> how many dicks you measuring that you think you can know that? And then <laughs> how many dicks you? And then Adam sent a link he to fucking Google. He says, when does a male stop growing? He didn't say like, yeah, yeah. I, like, yeah, I Google's height. this
1: stupid fuck <laughs> is like, oh, yeah, well, check out my Google search to back my thing up. And it's all, a male's height <laughs> <starts> <laughs>
0: right.
2: and,
1: Like, that's like the second word is height. So, yeah, oh, so, but like, it, it's for dicks, too. Yeah, so, <laughs> dicks no, are part of your a, body, bro. Yeah, dicks are part of your body. And what, what, what you skipped over was also, like before that, he's all like, I feel like my dick keeps getting bigger. Like my, it's just annoying. Oh, like, right. Yeah, that's that's that was annoying. the beginning. I apologize. <laughs> <So> the size <laughs> of my dick beginning. is really annoying, <laughs> and it's clumsy. Well, like, I need basically a wheelbarrow. <laughs> Sorry, and yes. like, because my job entails me climbing a lot of ladders, so and sometimes I just knock it on all the steps. Randy <laughs> Marsh, <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I actually went
0: to the other picture. The first picture, yes. the The, the first text was my dick has grown this past year, and it's annoying. It's, and annoying. it's annoying. My dick's so big, and it's <laughs> i still i so annoyed. By everyone, it. everyone so was all. Aww. I keep wrecking. <laughs> I keep wrecking everybody. I'm just sick of it. I want it to be smaller. You guys feel me? You know what I mean? You might as well have said like, you know, I just keep
1: wrecking all these chicks so hard that all of them just they get so hurt that they have to run away. It's like I just want companionship, but my dick is too big to find a companion. God.
2: <laughs> and then
0: Chris instantly sent, like not even a second later, like he had it ready. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Chris was fucking quick draw McGraw with this fucking goddamn picture, and it says, "This is for you," and it's a trophy that says, "The Golden douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when he said, "The, the seriously, my dick is growing." Hold Are on. you fucking I, I kidding? Dude, and I have jury. I have a fucking. i jury, jury duty. Oh shit. Somehow. Well, tell me racist. Chris just got a call. I'm going to edit this out. <sighs> what a fucking douchebag. <laughs> so uh, we're talking about Adam's big old slung, right? Yeah, yeah, the, Let's get back to the BD. You know what I mean? That big dick. His perception that big dick. of the size of his dick. <laughs> yeah. It's just never ending. It's like the never ending story. Wait, your guys' dicks don't grow, bro? Yeah. Like he said it like it was like, what? What do you mean you guys' dicks don't grow He said it anyone. because
1: like, it, it, like his shit's been feeling tight in his pants. It's like, yeah. You wear tight pants and you gain some weight. <laughs> well, and that's not that's not the most logical thing, though. Yeah, no, no, no. The, most lo- <laughs> the only logical possibility is that in the
0: last week, you gained two inches in circumference. <laughs> <laughs> Just it's like, hurt. dude, I bought, I bought yoga pants. I swear my dick's getting bigger. It's like, <laughs> well, I can see definition, dude. And my- then he's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I go commando now, too. Huh. <laughs> Straight up. So this is what he sent. So after that, after the whole fucking thing, uh, Adam said, like we said, <laughs> when does a male stop growing? He says, And it was a Google search, and it says, although most of growth takes place before the age of 18, many men will keep growing until they are 21 years old. In some exceptional cases, the man can continue growing until he is 25 years old. At this point, the man is at the tallest height that he will ever reach. <laughs> and then he says, and it's talking about height, not dick lines, bro. That's what Adam said for some reason. But you said what you said totally makes sense. Chris looked up. Uh, puberty to, he, When does your penis Stop growing Is what Crystal, <laughs> Which was The proper thing yeah, that that was a, sure yeah. Don't give me your Vague bullshit
1: Dude Let's be specific I'm Yeah why, like,
0: he, like He hella fucking Works his he way Might as it. well I'm
1: like When do a con- anaconda Stop growing
0: yeah. <laughs> See man It says As long See. as
1: they're alive They grow <laughs> See bro right? That has nothing to do With your dick dude uh, Nothing to do with your dick uh, My
0: dick's been Fucking nicknamed Anaconda since the beginning Bro it's the same thing You're bro. the only <laughs> one That's ever thought that <laughs> Fucking Angela. Joey and Ice Cubes on this dick you know what I'm saying or everything is that dad what the fuck Stupid joke. John Boy? Yeah, John Boy. It's on John my dick. Your, no, is that what you were <laughs> <Anaconda> thinking? And a of bitches. What's funny is Chris, like Chris, looked up this thing, but at the top is a little fucking, uh, almost like a little spam thing, and it says how to get a girlfriend. <laughs> 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 so funny. <laughs> but it says uh, puberty happens at different times for everyone. You may have a penis that's grown to its full size as early as the age of thirteen, Adam. or as late as eighteen. <laughs> there you Thirteen to eighteen, bro. Not I'm, 27. Hey, I'm 27 with a 13 year old penis. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got shit, that young, strong, virile dick. All that fucking lotion homeboy. boy. My shit is fucking looking good and golden. Like, Ooh. I got a tan dick. Really? Who oh, has a tan dick? A little bit. My dick's looking tanned. That's, little that's bit not tan lotion. That's skin. copper tone. It's a different thing that you're using in <laughs> your <copper> dick. Copper tone? Jacking off a fucking goddamn cover up and shit. Uh, that's <laughs> um, funny. And then it says and then the right below that it says you got a tan line around your <laughs> dick. Does penis stop growing when you finish puberty? Exactly <laughs> when that happens though varies from person to person. Everyone develops at a different pace. You may take longer than your friends or less time than them to finish puberty. But by sixteen, your body and its parts should be close to your adult size. Which Not makes sense. Me, yeah, that's just 20, two patches, inches 16. of girth. And by the way, two inches of girth is a lot more than you actually think. Like measure out two inches. And put it like, like holy shit, my dick just got huge with two mm. inches of fucking girth. Like, god, that's damn. crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pi times the radius squared. <laughs> 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 What's it all? Oh, damn, I wish I knew the fucking exact mathematics for the South Park thing. Remember on South Park? Oh, the Randy <laughs> Marches yeah, yeah. fucking The yaw. Of, my yaw grew a little bit this weekend. <laughs> it's yaw <laughs> times weight, like fucking whatever. Divided, gr- gr- times like hang of <laughs>
1: <things> <laughs> fucking. Anyway, so fucking. Yeah, we stopped dick, bro. <laughs> like Anyways, uh, we were talking about movies
0: later. And then, and then. Back, says, uh, <laughs> So Adam says, True, well, it feels engorged, but my leg. <laughs> <laughs> it feels engorged! Because you just almost fucked a girl whose cable
1: you're installing. <laughs> That's why it feels thick at the moment, bro.
2: Dude, and then
0: he said, uh, But the leg growth thing makes sense to why I feel uncomfortable now. I got killer thighs, bro. I'm, thinking it's, thighs. I'm thinking it's because I stopped wearing underwear. The dangle factor has just increased it. <laughs> Like oh my god and then fucking we start getting into the- we it
2: We start- just made me so mad. I know. <laughs> we kind of let it there. We kind of left no, it there. It's the funniest fucking conversation. <laughs>
1: that is dialogue. Like that's like if you're writing a comedy and you want the you need the biff character who's a total douchebag who the nerds in love with the girl but the girls in love with the douchebag and you want to make him seem like the worst guy ever. You have Adam write his dialogue. <laughs> <Like that's, laughs>
0: Seriously, uh, it's so bad sometimes. Just be yourself, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Just be yourself. <laughs> channel, channel yourself, bro. Do the character. Uh, but write down everything he all and then the conversation changed and everything, and it ended up getting to. We were talking about the Note 7 that keeps exploding or whatever. And then uh, so I was like, We mentioned something about cell phones, and I was like, No, you're, or radiation to the fucking face with cell phones. And I'm like, Well, your cell phone's usually close to your dick, so that would be the radiation. Maybe that's why Adam's dick's getting longer, because his cell phone is giving his dick radiation. His there we go. Name, that just makes like in sense. South Park, Big Balls, foreshadow. Cell
1: phone. <laughs> it's, it's like that movie, Eight Legged Freaks, man. You know what I mean? You know see, I mean. Yeah, flick? it's a great movie. What Young
0: it? Scarlett Johansson. Okay, so let's hit hard on this whole dick thing. Okay, so <laughs> let's hit hard. Okay. <laughs> so first off, <laughs> oh, who now? Who's coming with the fucking? <laughs> <spice>? <laughs> Who's coming, huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's never ending. You let's can just keep. Us, going.
2: Let's drill in with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there. Agree with me, or if you want to, but don't agree with me if you don't want to. Your dick's the same size it was when you were eight, bro. Sorry, same dude. size, same size, has not grown. You just
1: you looked Stevie really up, good yeah, when you Stevie were a eight. Stevie has an intimate knowledge of what your dick size no, was back then. So. Hey,
0: <laughs> I appreciate a good dick. Good hog. I appreciate, appreciate a, a good, good hog, bro. You do too. Honey. You couldn't stop no, talking about probably, David Bowie's dick. Adam's probably hogged <laughs> out.
1: <laughs> Adam's
0: probably but hogged out, but he's David not super Bowie, hogged Bowie, out.
1: Bro. That's true. That's true. He was a magical fucking sex god.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who did cocaine and ate peppers. (laughs) The man was fascinating is what we're trying to say. (laughs) He was a magical sex god, dude. Adam, that is not you. You are not a magical sex god. Are are you in movies?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Are you you a singer? And that's the thing is David Bowie actually studied magic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Are you a magician, And he made, like, 27 sur- albums. Yeah. <laughs> he survived three years on cocaine. That's pretty good. He lived off of cocaine, cigarettes, and peppers. Babies. Oh. And peppers. And milk. And, and milk. milk. Oh, yeah, and milk. Oh, gross. Fucking weird, right? <laughs> Which should have killed somebody. <laughs> <laughs> could have killed yourself, It's the magic, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe <laughs> Illusions, not- Michael. What if that's the fucking goddamn <laughs> mixture, like, the witchcraft fucking mixture to growing your hog? Like, oh. what if, like, cocaine... Peppers, milk, and and cigarettes. No, his hog was no. Shut up. His hog
1: wasn't a result of the magic. The magic was a result of his hog. Oh Oh shit! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, speaking of movies.
0: But yeah, uh, Adam has a small
1: dick. (laughs) (laughs) Eyewitness account. Eyewitness. Oh
0: shit! Fight, fight, fucking talk. Fight fucking Toke. Fight fucking Toke. Don't talk to talk, 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 talk. Fight. Right. Fight fuck Toke. fight fucking Toke. You don't have a hog, Adam Lee. Fuck you, fight Toke. <laughs> <Stupid. laughs> so the big news in the UFC was Adam's hog. It's Adam's hog. <laughs> They're talking get, about it. They're trying to get into that cage. It's you know going to be saying? Adams Hog versus Conor McGregor's Hog. Whose Hog is the greatest? I'm or telling hog you, Donald. my Hog, my Hog is fucking. Your idiot. Hog is fucking nothing. <laughs> your Hog is fucking. Your Hog will do nothing. Your Hog yeah? will do nothing. None. <laughs> oh shit! My fucking Hog
2: wears shiny hog fucking, fucking me. shoes. <laughs> no,
0: the, the people need it. <laughs> they need that Hog. So the big fucking news in the MMA world is is Conor McGregor going to sign the contract for UFC 205? Why is UFC 205 such a big um, thing? Because it's the deal? First, yeah, <laughs> big deal? Yeah, Because it's the first MMA sanctioned <laughs> UFC does. event in New York City. It's New the first York? one and you have a bunch of people that are from New York that are fighters like Chris Weidman, Ala Quinta, there's millions Several of them. Several others. There's a bunch of them. I'm not going to name them all if it's too much. Ron Howard. and
2: uh, (laughs) And Ron Howard.
0: So what they were originally trying to do was get all the New York boys to be on there versus whoever, you know. But contracts are a problem, all this, all that. Well, they have a press conference coming out September 27th. Today is September 21st. Six days. And they have two signed contracts for the card. So within six days there's gonna be a lot of news that's gonna come out by the time you hear this you'll probably already know the headliner and all that good stuff these niggas are late and then this weekend we got um, a ufc event it's on fox sports one if you want to check it out check it out there's going to be another ah, one. fights is, lately yeah as this one's being aired there's another one on the 31st so there's one on the 29th mm. or 24th mm. the 31st and then fight schedules like unlike, the unlike every other sports
1: Fight schedules are a lot like herpes. <laughs> they go away, and there's nothing for a while.
0: But then all of a sudden, they uh, break out, and it's and
1: fucking bad. It. <laughs> Ask Adam about it.
0: <laughs> go ahead. Um, <laughs> man, I wish I would have previewed this fight last week, but I guess I'll just... So by now, we already will know if Cyborg made weight. She she ain't going to make today, weight. Today, right now, uh, it was uh, 9.55 a.m. She weighed 160, and she has to make 140 by... Friday at 11. That's 20 pounds 28 in 48
1: hours. And if you've seen Cyborg, work? she's not flabby. She doesn't have water weight. There's no, no water weight. Melt. That's <laughs> like solid fucking muscle yeah. of just, just, ooh, dude.
0: She if she, she borrowed Adam's out out hog, she would weigh the fucking amount, dude. 20
2: pounds, you know what I'm saying? That uh, would mean that, that she was 40 pounds over That's the
0: opposite way. Oh, my bad. Trying to decrease weight. Oh, okay, what about Making weight. That's what it means. Okay, well, what about if she removes her own hog? She's Cyborg, right? The one the penis? <laughs> dude, I'm not going to lie. She might have a hog, dude. She, she would fuck all We'd of us Adam nicknamed Barbie. his <laughs> penis Cyborg. <laughs> like, <laughs> it totally sounds... Because it's, it's a figment of his imagination. <laughs> Seriously. Doesn't that sound like... Cyborg just sounds like a name for somebody's penis. Like, So that's it for me for UFC News. Next week, I am going to review the whole UFC 204 card, which is Michael Bisping, Dan Henderson... And all that great I'm stuff. I'm really worried so. about cyborg. I'm just gonna say that right now. I'm really worried having about cyborg. Having to make cyborg that too. kind of weight is really, really damaging. Even if she does do it, I don't think we're gonna be don't seeing like a it. good cyborg. Like move she, up, yeah. Move the up. problem is the UFC won't make a 145 weight division. I know that's a big. That's a big conversation that everyone's been
1: having. Is, and Dana White was saying that like, well, if we have more people, if we had more elite level fighters, if we had more, if the talent pool was larger, we would be able to make that weight class. But there's just not enough people. There's not enough women at that range to make the actual weight class. So there's nothing we could do right now. Mm, Okay, no, I'm good. That's that's it for me. All right, so uh, this past Saturday, um, we had a little bit of a fight card. Unfortunately, this boxing card was on pay-per-view, even though it had no right to be (laughs) at all. Man, we could have watched it yesterday, too. And from all accounts, the entire card was fucking abysmal. Um, The main of... Okay, it was headlined by Canelo Alvarez... And Liam Smith for a 154-pound title, which is the weight, like, not Canelo's weight, no matter what he says. So Canelo doesn't usually fight at 154, or he varies? That's just not his real weight. That's the thing is that uh, for a year, like, uh, for several years, he's fought at 154, but he was having a hard time making the weight. Like, he was such a big, solid guy and so he ended up, like, fighting James Kirkland, who usually also usually a 154-pounder. They fought at the middleweight limit, which is 160. They
2: mm-hmm.
1: fought at 160. Then right after that, he was, at, was a great performance by Canelo. Then he got the shot at the middleweight championship against Miguel Cotto. Won and another great performance.
0: 160. Be,
1: yeah, at 160. Became the middleweight champion. It's like, okay, well, you're a middleweight now. Fight some middleweights. And, and he's, he's like, like, fuck that. Now I'm going to fight Amir Khan, the guy who's been knocked out a couple of times. so (laughs) i'm gonna fight him okay that's over are you gonna are you gonna fight middleweight now that's three fights in a row you've weighed as a middleweight but haven't fought an actual middleweight. it's like nah, i'm gonna move back down 154. i'm not a real middleweight i'm not not actually middleweight it's like you fucking liar you rehydrate to like 174 fucking liar (laughs) (coughs) anyway (laughs) i was actually really excited for on an undercard fight two guys uh Gabriel Rosado and Willie Monroe Jr. Two guys who both got beaten up by Triple G were fighting each other, and I was really excited for that fight. I was like, "Oh, that's good," because both those guys showed a lot of heart against uh, Triple G. They were fucking tough as hell. Willie Monroe was given like no chance, and he stood in there, dug his toes in, and brawled <clears throat> Gennady and made it exciting for a few rounds until he was eventually stopped. And uh, Gabriel Rosado also like he never went down against Gennady. He just got his face busted up, and like they stopped the fight. And he's also became a little famous by he was in Creed.
0: Oh shit! Oh, okay. oh. So, well, I know. I think I know it's when you're all, talking about. The whole about.
1: tattooed mm-hmm. dude.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but uh, yeah, I was excited for that fight, but I guess that fight turned out to be just completely just a shit show. It was so boring, and everyone was falling asleep, and it was just a horrible experience <laughs> for everyone involved. And everyone's pretty much saying that Rosado is like done. He just doesn't have it anymore, which is really fucking depressing because the guy is fucking awesome. So that's a sad note. This is all <laughs> on pay per view, and like we got, there was no really exciting fight on the entire undercard. And I want to say, annoying. I want to
0: interrupt real fast. There, even after the card was done, there wasn't a lot of stuff on social media or anything either. It wasn't like, oh, great fights tonight or anything like that. There really wasn't a lot.
1: And the the big thing, like a lot of reasons, nobody was really paying attention on social media is because of his opponent. You have Canelo Alvarez, who's ranked in the top ten pound for pound. He was a former titleist at junior middleweight, moved to middleweight, won the lineal championship at middleweight. Ever, since his loss to Floyd Mayweather, he's won six in a row against really impressive, like his best performances have come since his loss to Floyd Mayweather. He's, he's been looking great. He's been getting better and better every time out. And then he decides, everyone's like, you need a fight Triple G now, fight Triple G. That's a great fight. That's, a, that's an amazingly entertaining and high-level fight. And it's a fight that he could win. I favor Triple G but it's still a fight that Canelo has a very very good chance of oh, winning. Oh yeah, I
0: feel like those odds are going to be super close. It's very
1: close. close and but he decided to continuously say I'm not a real middleweight, I'm not a true middleweight even though he definitely he rehydrates over way over 160 when he actually fights. He's a big solid guy. And he's got a hell of a chin too, which a lot of people don't talk about cuz he does have pretty also has really good defense. But he decides to drop down a weight class to junior middleweight. And fight Liam Smith, which if you're going to drop down a junior middleweight, at least have a fight that's fucking worthy of our attention. But he yeah. fought this guy named Liam Smith. Well, I'm not trying to disrespect Liam Smith. He was 23-0. and 0. He didn't have a loss, but he wasn't against great opposition. And he only had 13 knockouts. Liam and, did? Yeah. Out of 23 wins, only 13 knockouts. He's not a big puncher. Everyone, He's from the UK, and all the writers and uh, fight scribes from the UK what they all really had to say about him was, oh, he's a, he's a strong lad. He's a, he's a solid lad. That's all they could really say about him was that he's just tough. He's going to come in. He's going to come forward, and he's going to be there, and he's just tough. And it's like that's exactly what's going to play into Canelo's hands. Those kinds of fighters he looks absolutely spectacular against because he loves to lay back, fight at his own pace, and just counter shot with big, heavy punches here and there. And it it turned out he was tailor-made for Canelo in a lot of ways. And so it's like, dude, like, so here you are. Okay, if you're going to fight only twice a year, then they have to be big fights. I understand that you're like a – for these elite-level guys. Especially if it's a pay-per-view. Especially, yeah. For these elite-level guys who are on top of the sport, you're going to fight most likely on a pay-per-view. But – and it's only going to be twice a year. But make it worth – the crowds wild like make it worth the paying buyer, attention especially. to if you're going to fight someone like that much lower than you that has that like little of a chance to beat you that needs to be on regular hpo it needs to be one of three
0: fights at the least yeah you, know, you should at least be talking shit. like at least amp it up like he, he doesn't do anything to amp up his fights or anything He's like, i am fighting you <laughs> come and you watch and it's you like, like yeah, he doesn't you you stop. <laughs>
1: he like he, he doesn't self promote at all yeah at all. he doesn't he'll talk tough after in, a, in an interview mm-hmm. like in a post fight interview but that, like that's all the real talking that he does it's his, it's golden Boy i see a lot more
0: interviews with triple g than i see of canelo that's because Triple G has more charisma. He likes I the think.
1: spotlight. He <laughs> likes it. He likes
0: the big drama
1: show. He likes uh, it. Uh, this, this is my gift for fans. <laughs> like, this, I, this is I, Every time he does, it, it. it my kills people. me.
0: I love it. When there's no chance. <laughs> <laughs> everyone. Not everyone. everyone.
2: And Spanish. he's so white. His like, Spanish is <laughs> the funniest <laughs> fucking <funniest laughs> <funny. laughs>
0: He's just like the, the guy. He can't help but love
2: yeah, it.
1: Yeah, so it's impossible to hate Triple G. And then, anyway, so, like, you're fighting this guy and, like, Canelo hasn't fought three times in a year since, like, I think 2011 was the last time he fought three opponents in a single year. He is a big star. Every
0: single champ in the UFC has fought three times this year. Just within 2016. I could name off each champion has fought three (laughs) fucking times. It's crazy that they, like,. Yeah. so does he pick and choose his fights or or is that his management you think and it's, they're his, just
1: it's, like huge, it's his uh, promotional team and like that's what the speculation is the reason why he hasn't really fought Triple G yet is his promotional team does not want that fight yet and the head of his promotional team is De La Hoya yeah right? Oscar De La Hoya who uh, is the CEO of Golden Boy Promotions okay and then the, and of course they're saying they made this thing like Oscar's been talking all this sh- shit about we made Triple G an offer uh, yeah the, $2 I, was, million dollars. I was gonna
0: bring that uh, up
1: it's like yeah for a year from now we're pissed cuz you didn't fight him now. <laughs>
0: you dick. And then I guess like there were some stipulations like Triple G wasn't able to like get what he wanted as in like he wasn't able to get pay-per-view buys, he wasn't able to get like what weight he wanted. It was straight tailor-made for Canelo to yeah. essentially go in there oh, yeah. the and original... just give Triple G body shots until he's going to fall. I down.
1: recently noticed like uh the last <laughs> update we got was that they finally gave in on the weight, but at the beginning the first time that Oscar and his team off the fight that tripled, like, it was, oh, we're going to fight at, like, 155, 156. I saw 152. Yeah, it was, like, sup- way below the way middle weight limit. Below. And it was, like, oh, our size ring, our territory, our this, our that. Like, trying to get every uh, single advantage. And I was like, dude, that's fucked up. You're like, Why you. would
0: he sign? Yeah, like that doesn't make But
1: that's sense. that but anyways, get to the
0: actual fight. <laughs> <laughs> he did fight! <laughs> that fight happened. He did um,
2: fight.
0: He fought. No, no that's no. It's not triple G fought. No, he fought. it was uh, he Alvarez. Fought. I don't know how to Alvarez. do it. Alvarez accent. Does, does he even have, have? an accent? Yeah. Actually, because I haven't even heard that guy talking I about mean, know Every a, it's boxer a, has an accent because fucking Americans can't box. So <laughs> <man>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna tell Andre Ward you said
2: that.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Was, uh, Andre <laughs> no, Ward. When we go to Las Vegas, I'm going him. I'm gonna say, you know what he said? <laughs> you wanna know what he said to you about you? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna turn around like, yeah, that guy walking away right now, he's talking
0: shit. He said, you can't fight because you American. <laughs> <laughs> you American. Okay.
1: But, uh, uh, I watched the fight. Uh, I just, told him
0: this not game, this fight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, it's, it's not you, but I'm still going <laughs> <calling> to <the> box it. <laughs>
1: It was uh Canelo did a pretty good performance. Uh, Smith did what the UK writers would say is he was gonna come forward, take uh, a lot of punches, but still come forward and try to make the fight. But it just he I didn't give him a single round. I thought Canelo pretty much done. He uh, Canelo took the sixth round off. He dominated the first five rounds the same way he usually does. Canelo has a habit of fighting in spurts. He doesn't like to. He usually, Like a lot of his fights, he's faded in the second half. And so he likes to take his time and be really patient. He likes to counter counterpunch. Uh, most Mexican fighters are known as come forward, really aggressive, make it a brawl. That's not really what, who, who Canelo is and that's not really how he fights. He is much more of a counterpuncher. He likes to be calm, cool, and collected in a fight. And a lot of the times he would like, he waits, he be patient, he'll shoot out the jab here and there. Pretty good sna- snapping jab. And then when he gets a moment, throw a few like, three four punch combination of really heavy shots to back you off and then go back to waiting for a moment again um canelo did look pretty good throughout the fight he did um what was really noticeable from the entire fight was that canelo's punches had a concussive force to them. you could hear them and you could feel them through the audio of the tape whereas smith's punches just felt like very like they weren't having any effect on canelo and canelo like i said he does have a hell of a chin um, I've only ever seen Canelo rocked, like, seriously, one time. That was, like, way back in 2009, 2010. He was, like, 19 or 20. His first time on a big pay-per-view card, was on the undercard. And he got rocked. And he was fighting at welterweight. And he still won that fight by stoppage. Hmm. But since then, I haven't seen him rocked once. He's fucking tough. He is tough. Um, and so that factored in. But also, I just think, that like, this guy isn't a big puncher at all. And the biggest factor is he's he could only that Smith is the kind of one-dimensional fighter. He can only come straight forward. He can't even give you angles coming forward, and he certainly can't fight going backwards. Most guys can't, but he really had a lot of trouble. All Canelo had to do was kind of shoulder him a little bit, throw a couple of shots at the body, and just back him up, and all of the snap went out of Smith's punches. He had absolutely nothing on his shots, and Canelo could just like he only got hit a bunch, and he just it just didn't phase him at all. And he just came in and started punishing Smith to the body. A lot of brilliant body work uh, by Canelo, who I think note who's already a, a like he dedicates a lot of work to the body. But I think he noticed this guy's got a tough chin. I'm not going to waste too much energy going to his head. I'm going to take him out to the body, and it paid huge dividends later on in the fight.
0: Yeah, um, to be uh, Liam Smith actually landed more jobs and threw less, but the hook High statistics percentage. for Canelo are ridiculous. <laughs> but I do want to say. Canelo threw 100 more punches and only landed 40 more. That's got to say something. That's man. that's a lot to the
1: the power factor. Uh Smith, like I said, like his punches were not having an effect and you could feel that like his, Smith's body language was changing after every combination that Canelo threw even if all the punches weren't clean. Hmm. They were having an an effect and uh, in the 7th round Canelo like like I said Canelo took the 6th round off. I think he was taking a break. Like, all right, second half's coming up. So I'm gonna coast. I'm, I'm gonna coast. coast for this round a little <laughs> bit. Came out in the seventh a lot harder. Rob, but no, uh, get it,
2: get
0: it, get it. <laughs> hey, cool, get in the
2: ring.
1: And he get started. In the corner. He, started uh, he actually did rope a dope esque thing. It's leaning against the ropes and let the guy come towards him, and wait he, for
0: a spot and throw a big combination. And they, they wear themselves out, right? That's the whole like thing. Yeah, to like, let well, them let them swing, let them tire themselves out, sort of
1: I think for this, for him, he, I don't think he was so much looking for Smith to get tired, but he was just waiting because Smith had this has a really tight guard. He keeps he never takes his uh knuckles off of his temples. He's real tight in, it's hard to open him up. So Canelo was leaning against the ropes, waiting for he him ties to come out. <laughs> Canelo leaned against the ropes let Smith come at him and when Smith would try to open up Canelo would just boom three or four punch combination and the first knockdown came in the seventh round it was like a it was a short right hook around uh, Smith's guard hit him on the top of the jaw followed by a left hook to the body and then another right uh, hook to the head and it dropped Smith he got up pretty quick. He was like, that fucking hurt, but um, I'm not going
0: to give up. Um, I'm not a guys. bitch. That's essentially what he Try
1: to fight hard the rest of the round, but Canelo was just in control. Canelo had his hand, was fighting with his hands low, just feeling incredibly comfortable, had control of the fight. Next round comes along, and he's doing the same thing. He's baiting him in, bringing him towards the ropes, leaning against the ropes, letting Smith come at him, and then he would come back with a counter shot. And what he was able to do was he like was able to t- twist and turn and then shoot a hard left hook and it hit uh, Smith right in the solar plexus and dropped him off a left hook to the body. And Smith you was see just that in ho- pain. What? That was only the first one. Nasty, this is the, dude. And he was like, he was having can a I hard time can breathing. Can jab
0: me in the body and I would fall? Okay, like he was having a hard time potatoes. breathing and he was like, oh, oh my god.
1: But somehow he got himself up after that. Uh, he dropped, I've talked about that before, how, how painful body shots are and how it shuts you completely down. Smith was able to get himself up, an Arturo Gotti-esque kind of thing to do. <laughs> he got up, and it was really hard. Like that last, it was like he just did thirty squats with a hundred pounds, and he's like barely getting up. His legs were super shaky, but he finished out the round, showed a lot of toughness, real a lot of fucking toughness on the uh, on Smith's part. But in the ninth round, it didn't go much longer. It was like the opening minute of the ninth round. Smith, not knowing what else to do, I guess they didn't really have a plan B. He didn't know what to do. All he could know to do was to go forward and try to do whatever he could. And Canelo, once again, leaning against the ropes, waited, then like, hit him with like a couple of uppercuts on the inside. Like, like Canelo was moving to his right and was hitting Smith with some uppercuts. And then when Smith tried to counter, uh, Canelo slipped, and then he slid over, started moving to his left, giving a different angle to Smith. And then he tapped him with a left hook to the head and then dug, like leaped into a yeah, left hook was to the like body. A leap he just it just wham with everything he had and it beautiful. dropped Smith so hard. And Smith was writhing in pain. He like cr- grabbed his knees and was like lifting like, him he up. Was, he was like, like, I mean, like,
0: <laughs> like he was doing the baby on the <laughs> fucking ground uh, on the, the fetal like, position. Oh my uh, god. Like, god. Like, uh,
1: uh, <laughs> Fuck my life. And that was it. And like what's funny was like (laughs) He might be crippled (laughs) Uh And like the referee was in the middle of the count, the referee was at like four or five, and Canelo already was jumping on the ropes, like, "Oh no, he ain't getting up! He ain't getting up from that!" Oh man, I felt it. I felt it. <laughs> <laughs> and then like that was it. The referee just, referee didn't even finish the ten count. He looked and he was like, "Yeah, this ain't happening." Over. <laughs> Rever- so it was like,
0: "One, six,
1: He's just a <laughs> random ass number. How do you count again? <laughs> but yeah, it was a. Uh, it was entertaining performance by Canelo if the crowd loved it, of course, because they were all they would love him fighting fucking anybody. Uh, but it was a pretty solid performance by Canelo. No versus two
2: bears. <laughs> <In the rain. laughs>
1: <gets> two bears. Two bears? <laughs> bears are gonna get it. <laughs> two fucking bears. Come on, man. Guy weighs one sixty. <sighs> not not one fifty-four! <laughs> motherfucker so wait he went in there going in 160 no he weighed in at 154 154. um i don't know what his official weight on the fight is i didn't i didn't look it up (laughs) but i guarantee you it was like over 165 what that's what i'm betting on that's what i'm betting on look it up (laughs) But that's over, and that's when they started talking all that stuff about, oh, the Triple G fight, we offered him this much money, it's up to him. If he doesn't want to fight for the money that we're giving him, then best of luck to
0: him. And that's fight time. It was post-World War II, during the giant baby boom. These movies distracted me and you from the extermination of the Jews. Movie talk. <laughs> Chris is, is here.
1: Spoilers. For those of you who are kind of lost of what the fuck is going on, <laughs> and uh, maybe this is your first time listening to the show, uh, we love to do movie talk. It's something we do almost every episode. But for the past uh, few weeks, we've been doing an ongoing series. It's all connected. Uh, we've been calling it uh, Film by Decade even though we just recently thought of that name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, Maddie
1: recently thought of it. I'm like, dude,
0: that's way better than what I said.
1: <laughs> Movie talk series. Yeah, real fucking original. Huh? <laughs> that's like the overarching thing to give to every episode. But anyways, what we've been doing is taking, is going... Through time, basically decade by decade, and for each one, starting a in the time 20- bandit, <laughs> we're going back. <laughs> we are time bandits. We're taking everyone back. The audience, we're taking them back. Taking it back. Remember when America was great
2: again? <laughs> <It> was great <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> Remember? <laughs>
1: but anyway, we started in the 2010s. We've been working our way back. Uh, every decade, each of us picking one movie. Not necessarily what we think is the best movie, or what you know. It was even our favorite movie. It didn't have to be that either. Just a movie we really wanted to talk about and get uh, you, the listeners, to pay attention to and to give it a fucking shot. Watch all these movies that we talk about in this fucking series, please. They're amazing. And now we are on part eight, the 1950s. Yeah, and
0: most of the movies that we've ever seen are usually from the 90s on, sometimes 80s, and some 70s. We don't really go back too far. A lot of you people don't. don't. Yeah, you know. well, like, we already, already talked about this. You're dude. very interesting dude. <laughs> exactly, Ree's words. <laughs>
2: very <laughs> interesting dude. i thought
0: like, no, you said that. No, no, no. Ree said that when I was talking about you. Well, babe, Adam is an interesting dude sitting, sitting there talking about me, Chris. <laughs> I'm flattered. Yeah, well, you, know, you didn't see that coming. Right? <laughs> 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 um, so yes, we're down to the 19 19- <laughs> down to the 1950s. Got a little bit hotter. There's not. Ten um, thousand
1: dollars. This is back in the good old days. before <laughs> women could be in stars. No, <laughs> so uh, is no. No, no,
0: no. No, no, <laughs> what? You know, that's Maniac how Trump. You want some American Take America. this iron. Go iron my shirt. <laughs> I'm gonna go on. Right and <laughs> go to the strip club. Okay, I gotta bring down another girl. Which <laughs> actually, my movie was the exact opposite. Of which strip is crazy. Clubs? Of, uh, <laughs> of no, the clubs? whole like uh, men uh, degrading women and whatnot. It was more. My movie was uh, kind of the opposite. Uh, <laughs> I know what it is, but I'm not talking my movie. But I want to talk to you guys. her? No. No, kidding. Because <laughs> I'm kind of upset at my movie, and this is the second time that I watched it because I also had to watch it in film school. Because this is your guys' one hint. It's from the French New Wave, and we had to Sound study the whole French New Wave and all that. What? No. No. <laughs> French New
2: Wave. The French are a bunch of. Fucking I know what it is. and I'll explain all this. And yeah, all I know. It, I know what the movie is. I can't think of the fucking name. <laughs> But movies you got, suck want you guys because to it's first. fucking
0: yeah, French fucking. Cause Frankly, f- my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> I'm not gonna say yes or no anymore <laughs> because it's, it's French, French, okay? This is why we fucking beat their ass in WW two. boy. The French movie French doesn't consist just two French-made movies, you asshole. Just saying, the French are pussies. <laughs> yeah, learn something about film, bro. <laughs> learn something Anyways. about France. Are we here. gonna pussies. do yours I'm or training you. I'm teaching you right now. You wanna do yours or are you gonna uh, do? Ah, uh, no, let's do Adi's. Let's do yours first because you always go last. But no, we're gonna do from here to eternity. Yeah. Sunset. Oh my fucking you! Bro. No way! I was not gonna <laughs> guess uh-huh. that. Yeah, I, guess. Thought, I was 26 gonna guess, uh, years, bro. Very Vanobar. interesting, dude. I've never even heard of Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> I remember referencing it. Talk out Sunset Long time ago, and I think he was no. referencing it because
1: of the director. But uh, from here to eternity uh, was came out in 1953, like uh, so. It's post World War II, and you will feel a little bit of propaganda. Towards the army, like, yay the army a little bit here and there, but at the same time, it does kind of look at it in a negative light. What's funny is I put post-World War II on my song. I <laughs> that That's great. <laughs> I was thinking about it. <laughs> uh, you could just see some rough shit and some, like, not, like, there's a lot of corruption that they display in the movie about the army, not the military, but at the end of the day, the main character, um, all of them still have an affection for the army, and it's a hero movie at the end of it. That's what it is. Yeah. The main, that's what's funny. is like the main character also feels like a supporting character because there's a lot of personalities in the movie that are all interesting. This movie does a really good job of Chekhov's gun. There are several things that are just, oh, it seems like such a small thing and it snowballs, gets mentioned again and then again and then again. movie's beautifully written that way. Uh, the main character is played by... Um, Montgomery Cliff, who uh, he looks like a very young and much more handsome Dennis Quaid. Uh-huh.
0: Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Not Randy Quaid. Being Randy clear on Quaid.
1: that, not the crazy guy <laughs> from Independence Day. <laughs> but um, Montgomery Cliff plays a guy named um, Robert Pruitt, and the very beginning of the movie, the looks opening like scene is him transferring to a new place. It's in Hawaii. It's where he's now stationed. He put in the transfer. And right when he gets in there, he's walking towards the, um, to go meet uh, his sergeant to get, you know, where he's going to be, all his orders and all that stuff. And he runs into an old friend of his, Angelo Maggio, played by Frank Sinatra. And of course, this uh, at the time, Frank Sinatra, like, <laughs> he was a huge singer with a bunch of musicals, like musical movies and everything, did all that stuff. But his voice started having hemorrhaging. And his career was supposed to be over everyone was forgetting about him and then he luckily got this got a role in this movie from here to eternity where he played a guy where he's basically just playing himself throughout the entire flick he's the best friend he's like the comic relief he's like this drunk funny skinny little wop and he does it absolutely oh, terrifically. Wow. He's so charming. Wow. His charm just oozes out of the screen. You fucking love every minute that he's in the movie. Like Terminator. I mean, fucking uh, <laughs> <Like> no. <Terminator. laughs> <was like>, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> just like that. Yes, like, that made I was going to Turtles
0: 2, The Ooze, just like that. Okay, I'm <laughs> no, gonna, like, you said that. Terminator, don't take it back. I'm not going to take it back. I'm not going to take it back. You can't retract it. I can't take it back.
1: But this actually won Frank Sinatra um, an award. I'm His first Academy Award. He won two Academy Awards, but this one is for Best Supporting Actor um as Maggio and he runs into him and he's like hey Pruitt like really happy to see him and Pruitt's kind of like this really solemn guy he's not he doesn't smile a lot he's very kind of down oh yeah he won the Oscar he won an Oscar best actor
0: in a supporting role I just said that oh did you (laughs) (laughs) I thought you said he won the Golden Globe or something that's what you said no No. all right he's probably nominated for that too my bad you know no, he was nominated for all kinds of awards. He yeah. was nominated for biggest dick in the film, except biggest dick. His dick line was not strong. Oh damn, it. that sucks, Man. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Talk to every actress of that era. <laughs> Talk to every actress of all time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he fucking wrecked Hollywood. <laughs>
0: he came in like a wrecking ball. How did he not die? He banged of all these fucking bros. But like, here's the thing:
1: like the first conversation they have on screen is, "Hey." I thought you over at Fort Bliss. What happened? Like, and he goes, "Oh, I transferred over here." He's like, "Oh, well, you made a very bad mistake." <laughs> really? Yeah, this here company, they can give back to General Custard. Good luck. And then like, um, he's like, "Really?" Uh, and then Prue starts walking away to go find uh, Sergeant Sergeant Warden, who is a big another big part of the movie. He's played by Burt Lancaster, who's a famous uh, actor at the time. Yeah they set up in the beginning there like with him talking about oh you transferred over you were doing something at a different place you transferred over you made a mistake that's the first little check off right there like that's going to come into play in just a second it's going to start to snowball he's talking to the sergeant warden like he sees uh pruitt he's in the, he's like he can't find the sergeant so he goes to this little like pool table and he's about to like you know shoot he grabs a cue he's about to shoot and then the sergeant's like what do you think you're doing He's like, you're a rifleman. You're not allowed to enjoy yourself before 10 p.m.
2: Uh-huh. You
0: having fun on the weekend?
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And he goes, so you're Pruitt. Huh? I heard a lot about you. And he looks at him, this look. It's actually really good face, face acting uh, from Gl- Cliff. And he goes, I heard about you too, Sergeant. Right there, hinting, at you, there's something more to this guy. He's not just some officer. There's something about him that's been going around. A lot of people talking about him.
0: Frank the Tank.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you find out
1: that he was a he was a soldier in uh, World War One, and that oh, he was an shit. incredible fighter, and he was like inspired people, and he's just a really awesome guy. But they talk, and then um, he brings him over to the captain. Now, captain Holmes is a fucking corrupt asshole. He doesn't give a shit about rules or regulation. He just wants to become higher up in ranking, and his idea of doing that is by you know. he wants wants feathers in his cap and what he he also runs the regimental boxing team and so every boxer that gets on the team he also makes some non-commissioned officers so they have power so it's this huge like this chain of fucking bullshit going on some mafia inside the fucking and he tells him he's like you want want to know the reason why i had i talk like they talk you want
0: to know the reason why
1: (laughs) because you want to know the reason why you're in this company instead of another one i pulled a few strings because i know you were a pretty good middleweight back in the day I want you on my boxing team. So there's a boxing movie. <laughs> it is. It's a boxing movie, it's a war movie, and it's a
0: beautiful romance. So Robert... So you're Pruitt, your alive, Addie? it's your life. It says right? it's Robert <laughs> E. Lee. So they're the same person? Yeah. So is that like No, 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 no. Uh, His full name. That's... The, the spoiler. I <laughs> didn't know... I sp- okay, first of all, we're doing the 50s. Everything is a spoiler. <laughs> no, at the very end of the movie, you find that spoiler. his full name <laughs> was Robert E. Lee Pruitt. <laughs>
2: oh...
1: Because his huh. family was southern and whatever, but it's not But when he
0: wasn't actually Robert E. Lee, he was no, like No, hell no.
1: He was no, like Robert, Robert E. Lee.
2: <laughs> e. Rob, dude, Robert E. Lee I thought maybe he, he kept his job or he's, something? Robert E. Lee's a vampire, I dude. Mean, I think so, he just seven. surrendered. So there's and also like a, a vampire movie, movie yeah? Right? Yeah, he's, he's a time. He's a time. Also a vam- time vampire, vampire <laughs> movie, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Robert e. Lee
0: sure it's great I fucking love it but anyways same uh, time same time god shut
2: same, same guy
0: it's the same no same guy. no this is what you guys do to me every time this we'll is not fun it. I don't
2: like this <laughs> it. it's not fun when the tables are turned <laughs>
1: <laughs> but oh. the listeners are gonna get confused because they have no idea what the fuck I'm talking okay, about okay 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 anyways so Pruitt is like I'm sorry sir but I don't fight anymore I, I quit fighting and he's like what Is this about that fella that got hurt? And he's like, "Yes, it does." And he's like, "That's one guy got hurt in boxing. That's not a big deal. I mean, you might as well have just end all war because one man got killed. Like, that's kind of a good reason." (laughs) But he's like, this guy is just trying to convince um, Pruitt to join the boxing team. He's refusing to play. uh, So he's
0: the Diablo of this movie.
1: Nah, the Diablo. Yeah, kind of. (laughs) Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Suicide squad. I'm I'm
0: all about peace now. I got that reference. All
2: about peace.
1: (laughs) But, anyways, and also, um, then um, they also, like, um, so why did you transfer here in in the first place? And uh, Pruitt says it was a personal matter. He's like, okay, you're going to have to fucking tell us what the fuck. Why did you transfer here? He goes, over at Fort Bliss I was first bugler now bugler is basically you play the horn that's what it is. it's kind of like a trumpet uh-huh. yeah okay. he, he played it he was incredibly oh, it's fucking and one, and this is another thing that's throughout one blow for fucking night watch coming back <laughs> three blows
0: for white walkers <laughs> I know what it's like okay in the fucking in war I know I know war I know war I know war yeah that's exactly <laughs> three hom- two <laughs> for wildlets oh, three for Germans <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, tell the night's watch, look after the Germans. <laughs> but anyways, uh and he's like, Well, I was first bugler over at Fort Bliss, but one day the guy who ran the place, one of his buddies transferred in and he was made first bugler over me. I was a better He said he can
0: blow the horn a little bit better. I didn't hear it. Nobody
2: else heard it.
1: <laughs> it was bullshit. And he goes, Really? You you asked out on account of that? Kids, like basically, like that's what um, that's what upsets that's what, you. That's, like that's what the no, Sar- yeah. that's what Sergeant Warden is making fun of him. For like, like, are you kidding me? You're like, you're a child, that's really immature. And he goes, it may not be a sensible reason, but that's why I did it. Just kind of holding true, like, he's very hard headed throughout the whole film. Basically, he saw corruption and didn't fucking like oh, okay, it. Okay, because his he friend got what,
0: brought in, right? And yeah, because he's
1: like, I got fucked over for a stupid reason, I don't like that. It's like that's why I asked out of that regiment and now he's here and so that was that's another thing that they're starting to set up the fact that he's he was a really good at playing the bugle he was a really good boxer and those things have led him here the reason he quit boxing he tells later on is that he was sparring with a friend of his a really good friend who wanted to leave the army and then turn pro and he had promoters looking at him he had a bright future and while they were sparring he acts ax- he hit him with a right hand, and they knocked him out, and then he the lights just went out, and his friend went blind. Oh
2: shit. And he
1: would like visit him in the hospital, and he would talk about boxing. And then he would just he talks about how I saw him cry, and like the tears out of those eyes that like
0: those ghosts, they, they like, couldn't
1: see anything. Yeah, the foggy eyes. That's, that's why he scary. stopped fighting because his friend got hurt, and he just was afraid of feeling that way ever again. And that's why he quit boxing. But he is still What's funny is like he talks about also that he never had a place that's his basic his stories he never had a home he never had a family all he really had was the army that's was why he joined his it. bugle <laughs> and that's why he stayed in there and while he was in the army he found his his purpose and his role in life uh he found friends he got good at uh the boxing and he got good at the bugle this is a fun instrument that he loves to play and he got really good at it that's like his great passion he's a musician it blows a horn. Did, like he, it's he, like the triangle of the fifties. Like <laughs> he, he, he. No, it's not the triangle. The triangle. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he was really like he. He boxed because he was like good at it. It was like a fun thing. But his real passion is, is music, and he was really good at it. And he, he got fucked over, and that's why he, he asked out all that kind of thing, and that's why he's here. And then you find out more, of course, about uh, the warden, and you find out, like, like I said, he was a great soldier and all this stuff, and like there's this awesome relationship between the two of them because the captain who's in charge of everyone ha- him and all his non-commissioned officers who are part of the boxing team they give uh, Pruitt the treatment they treat him like shit they give him extra all this extra like duties and like all these cleaning they just fucking torture him in order to try and force him into the boxing team but yes yeah, st-
0: all the potatoes
1: and he's like and he's going through all this and then um Sergeant is kind of has his back and does what it goes out of his way to try and make things easy on him and like tries to convince him, not through force, but like, hey, man, you know, if you were smart, you wouldn't have to pull KP. He's like, yeah, but I ain't smart. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, goes, yeah, I know, I know, I know you're not. But if you were, (laughs) you wouldn't have to deal with this. You could do all these other things. He's like, no, I can handle the captain, I can handle all of them, I can handle the treatment. I'm not fighting. He's like, all right, Pruitt. And like, drops some glasses in so the sink that he was washing. The, would
0: you say they're playing the Will Smith role a little bit? Trying to poke at him and prod at him. <laughs> SA, essay, essay. this. I'm not fighting.
2: The it says uh, so yes Suicide Squad is a remake Suicide remake this is fucking Suicide Squad
0: he's a moron um, it's so ridiculous that you're making that connection
2: it right? is <laughs> half the listeners are making the same connection <laughs> bro sorry you know, just cause you guys don't know fucking right. Marvel or oh DC my God. <laughs> it's a oh DC my movie <laughs> just stop while
0: <by> you're at <laughs> edit all that out <laughs> for, for your sake <laughs> yeah yeah you're right no you leave it in there <laughs> for that's my your sake. that's your punishment <laughs> how dare you it's like when I fucked up the song for the first time Chris like we're leaving that in <laughs> <laughs> he tried to edit it out I wouldn't put it back in <laughs> so
1: you have um, what's cool though is you have Pruitt and he's like he's like laying it down in his bunk and he asked this other guy like he's like talking to this other guy just about you know the army and their situation and all this stuff and then, like, you see Warden walk by. Like, they're in the locker room. He's walking by with this really old dude that throughout the movie you see he had like, this relationship with. He's, like, he pals around with him. Even though he's serious to everyone else, he's kind of a hard ass. But he's palling out with this really old guy. And he's, like, ah, oh, telling the old guy, nah, man, that uh, that chick's way too young for you. He's, like, are you kidding me? She's, like, 45. Like, yeah, that's still way too young for me. <laughs> oh, man. listen to me, mister. I'm more man than you will ever be. And don't you forget it. No, I won't. And then they leave the room, and then Pruitt's like, sees him palling around for the first time, and he goes, Hey, like, so what's with the sergeant? I can't figure him. Can't read him, yeah. And the other guy goes, Oh, the warden? Yeah, he ain't like the others. He's different. I mean, he'll make it hard on you, but he'll draw a line that he thinks himself fair and he won't cross it. When establishing that like, this is actually a really good person. So he's honest? He's, a heart, he's, he's, an the, honest.
0: he's the badass with the heart of gold. Yeah, right. yeah, there you go. Giving half his fucking pay to fucking children with diseases,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and also like while Pruitt's getting the treatment, he's not allowed to go out a lot while everyone else is going out. But uh, Maggio is keeps trying to keep his morale up. He's joking around with him, and he finally like gets him like, hey, we're gonna go, we're gonna go out, we're gonna go party and all this stuff. We're gonna go to town. It's gonna be great. And Pruitt is just laying in bed like so pissed off and like, no, I'm not going. He goes, come on. Why, why aren't you going? We're gonna have a great time. We're gonna go. Like first we'll, we'll hit a few bars. See, yeah, because
2: we'll
0: yeah. if you can use some exotic booze, there's a. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, I ain't getting offerings.
0: Let's play that from <laughs> really a song. It's a Frank Sinatra song. Oh, you're yeah. a piece of shit. <laughs> and then Frank
1: goes. And then we'll hit a few. We'll hit a few bars. See. Then we'll go to a place of which I am
0: a member. It's called the New Congress Club. Is it Fly or Is that from the yeah,
1: song?
2: Yeah. Ah, oh, no, I know. Okay, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I just did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. that. Yeah. Well, he was yeah, pushing the button because he was
0: excited, bro. <laughs> well, Leave he, Maloney
2: He's, <laughs> I'm he's sorry, a simple I'm sorry. guy. <laughs> I
0: just feel like sometimes I'm Captain America and I have to like really like know my references because. Get you a guys hat and write some shit you guys down. go man. so deep sometimes. Like the <laughs> listeners have to be just as sometimes as gone as I am. I know Anyways, go ahead. Sorry. You're the stand-in for the audience <laughs> <laughs> the time. And I'm supposed <laughs> to know about this. <laughs> <laughs> anyways,
1: he goes, and he goes. <laughs> he tells him he goes like Go to a place of which I'm a member. The new Congress Club. Girls. Do you got any prejudices against girls? Girls, guys, guys. And then he like... And then Pruitt like sits up and he's like all smiling hella big. He's like, yeah. He's like, that's what I thought. <laughs> and they go to this place. You're now, like, Put your pussy, don't you? It's not said and they try to hide it really... Like they hardcore try to hide it. But this is a fucking whorehouse. It's, so, it's like, come on. What they say is like, oh... This is a social club. Uh-huh. That's what they used to be in the 50s. How many roses there? That?
0: And 15 roses? Like, <laughs>
1: you pay. You, I just I hit <laughs> <them>. <laughs> you, pay, you pay your monthly dues, and then you get what? company. Why you
2: can get a membership to a <laughs> House? I said oh that a second God. ago. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. You don't
0: have a membership to House? Yes. That's nothing. Okay, it's it, not a thing. I know a guy,
1: homeboy. Back before, <laughs> back before
0: AIDS, it was. <laughs> this <is> pre-AIDS.
1: <laughs> Post-AIDS was simple and easy. You can't have a membership post-AIDS. Like post-AIDS, not, you know, you, you can't <laughs> anyway, do. It. Anyway, uh, that's the. Th- they, they say in dialogue that basically because Pruitt get uh, and because uh, Maggio's already a member, and they show up there, they sign up Pruitt for a membership himself, and they explain to him and the audience what it is. For this much money, he's like, well, what do I get for it? And he goes, well, you get – basically, you get company from members of the opposite sex as long as you're a gentleman and not rude or anything. And they make it seem like no sex happens. It's just hanging out with girls and drinking. That's what they act like it is. But, dude, it's a fucking brothel. Yeah. And it makes the story so much better because while they're there, Frank immediately meets this really tall girl and just like – and they're – hit it off great. And they're all having all this fun. And Pruitt's getting introduced to all these girls, and he just doesn't care about any of them. Then he looks across the room, and he sees one girl, and like the only girl wearing black, and he's just captivated by her. This movie's black and white, by the way. I like that it's a
0: buffet, basically. Uh, you I'm see a one preacher. time pay, and if you have an unquenchable fat American lust, like if you're a fat guy, and you just eat whatever you want, you know what I mean? And you just continue. <laughs> Speaking of which. All these movies are going to be black and white. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> Oh my God! Whoa, whoa, whoa! (laughs) African American white. We said this. (laughs) I just want (laughs) to say. I just want to. Okay. So. Oh, ridiculous! Shut up. Black movies matter, bro. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) so fucking dumb. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so fucking dumb we can't stop laughing. <laughs>
2: You're dumb. It's not even
0: That's funny. I, it's not even funny. You're not even funny. I kind of hate God. you sometimes. <laughs> I know you do. I know Anyways, you do. Anyways,
1: he sees her from across the room and he's like, he just locks eyes with her and the, and the woman yeah. who's like, you know, introducing her around goes, well, I see that you've made up your mind. I'm going to go back to work and so he walks over and he meets her and her name is Lorraine and he introduces himself and they start to hit it off or whatever and then like, he looks over and um, Maggio has been dancing with this really tall girl this whole time. But this fat <laughs> fuck, this really fat guy, this big, he's tall too, he's tall and fat. He's been playing piano horribly and Frank is annoyed by it and starts to tries to start a fight with this guy three times his size.
0: And this fat guy So is, really he's only like six foot. This guy <laughs> <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Five foot <laughs> seven, you think you're big? <laughs> yeah. Big guy, Oh, stand on my girl. Stand up my girl, huh, stand up my girl. He here's lo- what's funny is the guy I don't want him a Bugle player.
1: <laughs> the fat guy is played the actor who plays him would later do the voice of mermaid man on Spongebob Squarepants nice oh, he whoa. played Dinslow in Basketball
0: oh oh yeah, yeah. nice it's fucking awesome
1: yeah it's this guy and like what's funny he's is, like, super
0: young then in this, this movie this is on. like a
1: perfect example of like how human beings have gotten taller over time cause he's huge back then and he's pretty goddamn average in Basketball yeah <laughs> like, but, uh, so you see that, and, like, they try to start a fight, and then you find out, and, uh, once again, that, like, this guy, he basically runs the, um, like, the detention center. And he's he's a fucking cruel bastard who likes to beat, like, the, any of the soldiers that are being punished. He's just a sadistic fuck. And in this scene, there starts this, like, animosity between him and Maggio that's gonna come to a head later on in the film. Well, it happens, and then, like, Pruitt goes to go help Maggio and he's like, oh, my God, stop and all this stuff. And then – but what this is all setting up, this whole beginning of the movie, it sets up so many things. It sets up that Pruitt is falls in love with this girl who essentially is a prostitute. He falls in love with her and he wants to marry her and she's like no i don't want that you're kind of crazy i'm just saving up money so i can move and live on my own and be on my own
0: open up my own brothel
1: so nah. you got that my own brothel. yeah you got Huggers. that love story going on <laughs>
0: every time it's blackjack and you got maggio
1: who what's funny is he go he talks about that tall girl he was with he's like i'm not the one hogging a whiskey it's that it's that girl sandra she's a nice girl but she drinks like a fish you know but i like him tall Acres and, and acres
0: <laughs> You said that quote before Yeah I've said it several times That's fucking so great But wait. Cause we are short men oh, well, That sets up hey, That hey.
1: scene sets up for my I'm a solid 5'9 What's up? <laughs> that? That's tall Compared to you fucks You're
0: 5'8 Don't lie yeah, Your right, dick still isn't as big as Adam's though <laughs> Yeah sorry I've got dick line though no, bro <laughs> You ain't got that Adam line bro <laughs> Oh we all have the Adam line It's delusional It sets up Oh hot. you got the hair Adam line, <laughs> yeah. you hair line. <laughs> You're a dick <laughs> Fuck your part. Your part's not <laughs> that tight. Not that tight.
2: Uh, I know.
1: Oh, you guys done? <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: How
1: does
2: it feel <laughs> to, to treat me like, like you do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk about my fucking hair during movie talk.
0: You still the room? It speaks for itself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was. <laughs> It sets up Majo to be a reckless guy that he doesn't he doesn't think ahead. He's this really reckless drunk. In the moment sort of guy. Yeah, he sets that up
2: now. So he's and
0: actual it, Frank Sinatra? <laughs>
1: That's exactly. Played the role. <laughs> nice. He didn't have to act. Yeah, but he has so many funny lines <laughs> He didn't he's even know drunk. it was in a movie. he's like, Bowie. <laughs> like, there's a later on. <laughs> <laughs> later on in the movie, while Pruitt and that girl Lorraine, they meet up at a bar and they're just having fun. Frank Sinatra's character, Majo was supposed to be on guard. He has guard duty. But he fucking, he clocks in, clocks right the fuck back out, and shows up at the bar, wasted, in uniform. We're Ooh. guard. We're guard. And he goes all like, hey, everyone. He's like, ah, how's it going? And he goes, hey, I thought you had guard. And he goes,
0: eh, yeah, I didn't want to do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then Lorraine tells him, like, if you keep drinking this much, you're going to be as much use as a melted candle. You are and, going and, to die. And he looks at him, and he's like, you know what? You're absolutely right. Bartender. Whiskey. Large whiskey. <laughs> and he stands at the bar, and he's like, he's, like, leaning on everyone who's, like, chalking back on their dates. And he grabs a couple of olives that are just in a bowl, and he goes, ooh, coming out, Terry Gimbel's basement. Let's do this. All right, come on, seven. <laughs> seven, 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 seven. And he rolls the, the fucking the olives. olives on the on the bar, and they move for a few inches and stop. And he goes, seven, seven, seven. <sighs>
2: Nega, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he leans over. There's this couple that are having this really intimate moment, and he leans over in both their ears, and he goes, "That's just my luck." Yeah, and it's just like getting <laughs> in everyone's face, everyone's like laughing. Like
0: the guy by himself at the movie theater is laughing <laughs> with the couple next to
1: And he goes, "Hey, that's the that's the Royal Hawaiian Hotel, Pruitt. That's where all those movie stars stay." I'm gonna go get a movie star, and then he runs out drunk as hell. He starts stripping all of his clothes off. I'm gonna go swimming. <laughs> oh my god, dude! He like passes out. Old school copied this scene, hell of ass. He passes out on a bench, and Pruitt's like, "What are you doing, man? You got to get back on guard." And he's like, "No, I don't want to do it." And he's like, "Come on, you got to get your clothes back on." He's like, "I don't want the clothes." Give the Indians the clothes. They need the clothes. <laughs> what the all fuck? All I wear is G strings. <laughs> Did <laughs> he say uh, Indians? He said Indians.
0: Oh wow, oh, okay.
1: Which is still racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's still stupid as fuck <laughs> But um anyways, that that's why he gets Naive he gets, Americans. It's because it's because of that he gets actually gets put in the stockade and he has to deal with that fat dude he started to fight with, but um That so we get all that setup of him being this reckless guy and that just that's the like the epitome of it. And, of course, you have uh, warden, the sergeant, who is, like, this good guy. And he ple- he's that guy throughout, you know, the first few minutes. But then he sees the captain's wife, the captain he's been working for, the corrupt guy. And he's like, God damn. I'm going to get it. No. And he starts flirting with her. No. And he finds out that she has, has a that, like, because he, because the, ca- the captain cheats on his wife, like, every day. And after a while, she got fed up with it. She started cheating. And it's, like, this big secret. But he's been hearing rumors about it but he still sets up a date with her. And what you get when they go out on their first date is they go to the beach and you get one of the most iconic scenes in all of film history in which the two of them are running down the beach and then they like, then they fucking grab each other and they fall into the sand, they roll around, and then while they're kissing, the waves come up and splash I against them. I think you're
0: mistaking this for Rocky too, right? Where the him God, and Apollo that. Creed are running down the beach... Wasn't, hey. Well, no, it wasn't as romantic as that one. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, because that is the most romantic scene in film history. They ended racism. They ended <laughs> racism right there. Bam! No more racism, bro. What? Who lives matter? Rockies and <laughs> Apollo Creed. Those are the only lives that matter. Rockies. That's, <laughs> rockies.
1: But that's what. So you have those three main storylines. You have the reckless guy who's like just about to lose it all. You have the one dude who fell in love with a prostitute and he's getting tortured by the, all the corrupt people in the army. And then you have this sergeant who's trying to do the right thing. It's, all, it's His whole thing is doing the right thing and protecting his soldiers. That's what he believes his first job is. He believes that his captain is doing the wrong thing. But then he turns around with the wrong thing by trying to fuck his captain's wife. Yeah. And they're trying to keep this all secret. So you have all these, like, rom- you have these two huge romantic storylines. better than mine. <laughs> and they're all coming to head and, like, and, like of course. Should have went last. <laughs> and what's funny is they keep being told these different, like, like they're being told over and over again by their friends, people around them, to stop doing that, do this. And they're all hard-headed, all three of these main characters, and it they fucking pay for it badly. One of my favorite scenes on the movie is actually they're at a bar, and of course, <laughs> of course you would, and the sergeant is in the back with the old guy he's buddies with, and he's just drinking, they're drinking alone. Meanwhile, Pruitt and Maggio are drinking together in this big table, and Maggio's like pulls out a picture of his family. And he's like talking to another guy about his family. He's like, oh my god. And then the fat dude he started to fight with comes out of nowhere. And takes the picture out of Maggio's hand. And he goes, who's the brunette? He's like, that's my sister. And the fat guy kisses the picture and starts laughing at Maggio's face. And starts walking away. Maggio. Oh,
0: you walk away? A Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black
1: off <laughs> He flips out, grabs a bar stool, and tries to slam the fat dude in the back of the head but it hits him like in the back of the neck and part of his shoulders.
0: Doesn't knock him out. No. What well, enough. That's why you should have spider back. Because he's, he's a him. skinny little wop. Just get on his <laughs> back and just sink that choke in. Anyways. Well, now nah,
2: we know. <laughs> we'll, well, now I we'll, we'll, you
0: know. If you're little and uh, some guy starts talking shit on you and your girl and then turns around, you karate chop his fucking neck. Like you, that's how you don't cry so Unless chop he just him. falls backwards onto you and you <laughs> die. <laughs> Oh, f- I'll take but that. But the fat guy, the fore- the you better g- hope it knocks me out. He hits the fat really guy.
1: Mean. Fat guy turns around. And he's like, he, he calls him a skinny <laughs> wop, and he's like, and then he starts like coming towards Maggio, and he goes one step closer, and I'm gonna debrain you. And he keeps coming at him, and he swings the bar stool as hard as he can, but the fat guy kind of like just moves out of the way, and he hits a table, and then the fat guy pulls out a fucking switchblade. And it's like, oh shit, Maggio, you are fucked. You're about to die. I like how he calls him a WAP, but he then he pulls out the switch. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and
1: Majo is like scared, but Didn't he's not Didn't expect this, did you? <laughs> Majo is scared, but he's not backing down. He's ready to fight with his bar stool. And out of nowhere, the sergeant, Sergeant Warden, jumps in and like runs right in between him. He's like, and he's like, that's enough. And neither are you gonna do any killing. If anyone's gonna do any killing around here, I'll do it. And he like and he turns around at Majo and he's like, oh, you're a tough guy, huh? If you've ever seen a dead body, you'd probably shit yourself. Now put the stool down. Put it down! And Maggio drops it. And the fat guy's like, this has nothing to do with you, Warden. He's like, yes, it does. This man is in my company. And you're not making three weeks extra work, paperwork for me for nothing. (laughs) And then the fat guy tries to go to, like, make a move. And then uh, Warden just grabs a fucking beer bottle, smashes on a table, and he's like, all right. Come on, then. Let's do it. I'm going to just stab you, motherfucker. Just fucking, like, standing up to the fat guy. And the fat guy's like, all right. You
0: want to dance? Let's play a game called Steak and Cut. (laughs) (laughs)
2: The
1: fat guy drops the knife, and he's just like, all right. And he looks over at Majo, and he goes, tough monkey like you. You end up in the stockade sooner or later. And when you do, I'll show you a couple things. And Majo just kind of looks at him like he's trying to play cool. Like, yeah, whatever, man. I don't care. Mm -hmm." And then he sits down with Pruitt, and it's all over. And then like he has this really vulnerable moment where he's only talking to Pruitt and he's like he's like has his hands together and he's automatically – you see how nervous he is and scared. And he looks over at Pruitt and he's like, I'm glad he stopped him. And Pruitt's like, yeah, he's a good man. Once again setting up like the three characters and it – of course the movie goes on and it all comes to head, these – Stories go back and forth and they intertwine and all these things they set up snowball, snowball, payoff. It's an incredible fucking story and like it really – what it, I feel like what it's all about – like, you can't really think of one like actual theme that the whole movie is about. It's about so many different things, about finding your place in the world, about loyalty, about – Sacrificing your own kind of stubbornness for love, and, and also banging prostitutes, banging prostitutes, and why that's okay, man. I like
0: <laughs> how they did it with separate storylines. It's like, okay, here's a storyline. This is what we're gonna focus on. This one. This here's one. Here's what we're. gonna They almost focus had on them all one. paralleling. It wasn't like Rather there was an ABC. There was a f- three different stories that were A stories A1, together. A2, A3. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it, and sub sub A's. <laughs> it's better than trying to force all of that onto your main two uh, actors and actors. Putting them right through literally. so many different. Yeah, things exactly, rather than yeah. spreading out the the information yeah, through different boring, characters. Like, and then you get other characters and then they play off of each other that's exactly what didn't happen in my mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all could have had life a lot easier if
1: they would have just broken their little stubborn hard-headedness but neither of them all of them refuse to do that's a lot about pride just like my last movie I talked about uh, the great white hope in which pride can help helped all these people get where they are and help them to a great deal. But then it started hurting them and the people around them too much. And they needed to swallow that pride and do the right and make the smart choice. And they don't, and they all pay for it. And the movie climaxes with the attack on Pearl Harbor. Oh, okay. Oh, so the ending doesn't really matter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it all matters. It all ties together. It's brilliant. All the Chekhov's guns, they all go off.
2: Mine's How many Chekhov's up? guns? All
1: the Chekhov's guns, bro. No, that's awesome. The bugle playing comes in huge, <laughs> like, several times it keeps being that's brought That's the reason
0: up. I want to watch this movie, just for the bugle playing. The boxing
1: thing, him refusing to fight, it keeps coming back, and it pays off at the end. Majo being the skinny wab, who's a drunk, it pays off in the end. Like, all these things all come together, and it all makes sense. The story is beautiful, and there's so many things you could take from it. There's so many iconic lines and scenes. It's definitely one of my favorite movies of all time, And, of course, you can see
0: Frank Sinatra at his fucking peak. Mine has to do with a musician. What? That's interesting. That fucked both of us up. That's very interesting. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Interesting. I was going to guess. Addy's had to do with a musician as well. It's similar. Vugle is player. it a blues uh, no I it's not a bugle asking. player <laughs> I do <can't keep> am <laughs> saying there's a fucking you, was know, like, you, you didn't know what a bugle was I don't know that's a fucking snack right <laughs> those are like chips aren't they <laughs> okay um <laughs> we already, give us another yeah. hand. yeah that's hard <laughs> it's similar to Adnys Mount the Golden arm. bam good fucking job yeah oh didn't you say something about that yeah earlier? I mentioned it today another Sinatra movie it's another Sinatra movie how long was it like I think it's hundred and nineteen minutes? About two hours. Oh, dude, about two you hours would, long. I don't look it up. The one that I wanted to do was three and a half hours long. No, you can't watch movies like that. Three you and a half watching. hours long? There isn't even movies in today's day. The fifties weren't, weren't even three and a half, and a half hours. hours long, bro. <laughs> like how the <laughs> fuck are you gonna have a three and a half hour? Fuck. Alright, okay. Cool. You know what's funny is when you said, Hey, you going know, to have a fucking three and a, Our podcast is three hours. <laughs> we <laughs> have a four-hour one uploaded. Hey, you're going to make a podcast that's four yeah, hours Yeah, but you long. get to do shit as you're listening to a podcast. When I'm watching a movie, if I start doing other shit, I miss shit in the fucking movie. Like, yeah. I have to pay attention to the movie. With a exactly. podcast, you can pause it, you can go take a shit, you can jerk off, then you can start listening again. Whatever I jerk off while I'm listening to podcasts. <laughs> so, yeah, that makes sense. So my movie is... The Man with the Golden Arm. I, it's a uh, seven point five on IMDb. It was released in nineteen fifty five with a budget of a million dollars, and the theatrical release actually made four million, a little over four million. So that's not bad. Tripled its fucking profit. That's estimated, by the way. Yeah, which is fucking great. Um, it's it like was, adjusted
1: for inflation. And
0: it was actually a novel written in nineteen forty nine by Nelson Algren that won the National Book Award in nineteen fifty so the movie stars Frank Sinatra he plays Frankie Machine which is fucking really cool That's a cool name the machine the machine basically it starts off him getting released from prison and what you get through the movie is basically in the beginning you don't really understand like what like what kind of guy he is yet I mean he just gets out of prison and the only thing he's armed with is a fucking uh, drum set (laughs) he's a musician struggling musician and he basically he wants to change his life around. He was originally a fuck up, that's why he went to prison. He gets out of prison, he heads back to his old stomping ground, which is uh North, I think it's like um, North Chicago, something like that, like Northern area in Chicago. Chicago man. Yeah, sh- Chicago man, <laughs> Chicago man. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> um, so, yeah he, he, he always goes back, I think he goes back to like this diner or this um like a club sort of thing. It's like the old neighborhood, but, he, but there's also this place that he hangs out with a lot. Yeah, He's all club. his old friends at the club. Um, and he goes back there, and he sees all the people he used to hang out with. One guy named Sparrow, who, who's kind of like Con Man. A lot of his friends are old Con Man. He's a dorky-looking dude, too. Yeah, and he's like a little brother to Frank. Frankie tells him, basically, no, I got this drum set. I'm a musician now. I want to be a part of a big band. Like, that's the whole thing. He wants thing. to get a gig at the club. Yeah, and um, I'm going on the straight and narrow. I don't want to fucking do this anymore. Sparrow's f- super excited to see him. He's fucking ecstatic. But Sparrow likes drugs? No, Sparrow is just a con man. I think he has like a dog. Uh, I think oh. he's like running like a dog selling fucking ring or something, something oh, stupid. Big, big, some big con. Big back in the day. Steal, okay.
1: some steal <laughs> a dog, sell it back. <laughs> yeah,
0: like fucking uh, Seven seven Psychopaths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same movie. Uh, Same fucking movie. There's two other people that welcome him back. One's named Schweifka. Schweifka. Yeah, Schweifka. And the other one's named Louie. And they both have reasons that they want him back. Schweifka wants him back because... That's why they call him a man, the man with the golden arm. He's a fucking illegal card dealer. He would run all these card games for them, illegal card oh, games, okay. but he was so good. He was like also a m- magician a little bit. He would fucking uh, do card tricks and shit to like to make them win. He was fucking basically gambling illegally but taking people's money because he hit the sleight of hand, like quick yeah. sleight of hand. That's I like ain't. the whole point. That's why- That's that's why Shivka Shifka wanted to come to come and work for him again so he could fucking use his fucking talent of like quick hands and get money off him. But Frankie doesn't want that at all. He's not even a part of that. And then Louis, he wants him back because he's the drug dealer. And Frankie, he was getting a lot of money from Frankie because Frankie was a heroin addict. You do not They don't tell you specifically that it's heroin in the movie, but it's fucking blatant. It's very obvious. And at the time, opiates were yeah, fucking opiate. like more well-known. It wasn't like anything else. Like heroin was the thing that people, you know, 1920s was huge with heroin they should bring it back and he needs to make a comeback. Yeah, you know? I agree because uh that's going to put the pharmaceutical companies out of biz. What's That's up? right. Um so you get <laughs> the piece of shit. You get no, the introduction of part. you get the introduction of his so-called friends, quote unquote, who or besides Sparrow who is actually his friend. The other two, they're trying to use Frankie
1: obviously not, for their own benefit. Not just them either.
0: Not just them, but his wife yeah, Zosh. Also Zosh. That's Zosh is Weird his name. fucking wife. He goes back to his house, sees his wife after he gets out of prison. She's wheelchair bound. Uh his wife's in a fucking wheelchair, and it's because Frank Sinatra or Frankie machine got in a car accident, car wreck, <sighs> drinking and driving with Can't call his him machine. wife. The machine. <laughs> yeah, because every time you say machine, you think Bert's of bird Christ no, no, no. And I'm like, oh, we're in Russia. But here's the thing, it's <laughs> like he's not actually in love with her and it's well no it's he not really he feels like bad a, because he feels like he did this to her so he's it's like obligated he, it's like he married her out of guilt yeah he's obligated to stay mad, with her she's
1: madly madly in love with him and she oh, just always wants I know wants a situation
0: in my life right now that's happening exactly like that, but they're not married yet. And I'm trying to make sure that they don't get married. Yeah, yet. anyways, good. That's um, crazy. It's crazy. It's like, well, drawing parallels make them right watch now this movie brain. and they will not do it. Bam. Yeah. All right. That's, uh, so that's, Frankie that's good goes back, sees his wife, Zosh, who's in, wil- in a wheelchair. And like he said, she's madly in love with him. She's doing everything in her power to make sure that he. Can, he stays with her. He is already over it, but like and he said he's obligated to stay with her because he feels like he's responsible for putting her in her wheelchair. Why am I going to leave her? I made her like this.
1: We have this little as uh, a little love triangle because there's also this woman named Kim Novak. Oh,
2: Molly. Oh, the, 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 yeah, woman she, named Molly.
1: Her,
0: yeah.
2: Played actress, by my bad. Yeah. Played the by Kim
1: Novak, who's, who who has a thing for Frank, and he loves her. Well, he, was he wants to f- be with Molly. Yeah. But he's kind of stuck with uh, Zosh, and Zosh can see it. And she tries to do whatever she can to, like, no, you gotta be with me, kind of thing.
0: Like. Yeah, basically... And she's um, beautiful, by the way, Zosh. Yeah, beautiful. both of them are beautiful. beautiful. Molly, too. So Molly was like an old fling sort of thing. She was a server at a... She's a server at a strip club. She's... Um, the difference between her and Zosh... Zosh is madly in love with Frankie, right? Madly in love. And she do everything in her power to make sure that Frank stays with her. And that also includes putting him down with any idea that he has to go big. He wants to self-esteem. Come. Yeah. She brings down his self-esteem. She literally brings down fucking... Uh, Frankie and tells him you're not going to make you're not going to make it see it's not going to work out you know uh Frankie wants to be in the big band that's the whole thing he wants to be a drummer in a big band but she continuously brings down his fucking dreams Molly on the other hand she's completely supportive
1: yeah so what she does is she makes him like if, like she's worried, okay. If he gets successful, he'll find someone better than me. Yeah. I have to make sure he's a loser. Cause that's the only way I can keep him. There's a lot of people like that, men and women, who put down the person they're with, so that they'll be too afraid to leave and find someone better because that person has really low self esteem themselves and they're a piece of shit. That's a great point. That's, <coughs> that's, great so that's point.
2: what you got. So that's what.
1: X- <laughs>
0: oh, <geez>. shots fired. <laughs> Finally Heart. got it. Ooh, it's, been it's, been <laughs> it's been a while. Been a while. Let so we get another one. Shots fired. Feels good. He said. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you get this. So you get this love triangle. You get this back and forth. Zosh being in love with Frankie. Frankie falling for Molly. And Molly kind of like stuck in the middle of all this. You don't really get the. She doesn't want to break she, them up. Yeah, exactly. She doesn't want to be the one that's responsible for poisoning the relationship. Now. Frankie is, got this interview for being uh, a drummer in a big band. And he asks Sparrow, hey, can you do me a favor? Can you get me a suit? Can you can you find me a suit? I want to look good. I want to dress well. I want to play the part to get this job. So Sparrow goes ahead and gets him a fucking suit. Then he ends up getting stopped by a cop. And the cop finds out the suit is stolen. Ooh. So it puts Frankie right back in fucking jail. The last place he wants to be after going fucking straight and narrow. Shrekka comes in <laughs> post bail for him. But he wants to, he wants him. Now you owe me. Now yeah. you're. So now dealing you're going to be dealing cards. Yeah. So now I got, yeah, I got you. I got you for three whole minutes. Um, but he wants him <laughs> to. Fucker. He, <laughs> want, <laughs> he wants him to start dealing cards for him, even though he's out of the game and doing a like, illegal fucking card shit. He's like, okay, fine. I, I'll fucking, I'll do this. So he ends up fucking dealing cards for him. But he ends up getting like run down mentally. He's like breaking down and he's like falling back into his old ways step by step. It's it's a slow fucking downward spiral of him falling back in those ways. He's trying his fucking hardest, and you get this with a lot of ex-prisoners, which is so true. They try to go on the straight and narrow, and they can't because they keep getting dragged right back down. Because you don't get a, it's hard to find a job when you're fucking felon. Yeah, it's, it's you make one mistake, it can ruin your even. It, it could be
1: a really small mistake, like oh, I had a fucking a small bag of weed on me or something like that. Something yeah, that's some and then, like he went to jail for a suit. He didn't even like. I didn't steal this. So and he I, he's going to be looked at as the criminal. Right. And so, it's one small compromise after one small compromise that just drags him farther and farther down. And it's really, it really like like Stevie saying it really parallels the situation that a lot of. Um, ex-cons have dealt with and yeah, still deal with to no, a huge extent. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: people who watch it now if you're an ex you can actually relate to this movie of like know what it's like because it is very hard to get back into society. Very hard for you to fucking make something of yourself after you already had this on your fucking record. Even you're, the movie Heat does a good job of explaining yeah. this. Mm-hmm. It's it actually limits you It puts you in a fucking glass box cuz you're God. you're <laughs> you can't you can't get out of it. You can't it's hard for you to succeed because you're looked at as this one fucking thing. You can make a mistake. You can be wrongfully accused, and it doesn't come off your fucking record.
1: It could be like, like I said, something so small of, oh, you wore a stolen suit, and but the people aren't going to look at it as oh, what crime was it? It was no, you went to prison, yeah, and yeah. that envelops murder and rape in it. So you're on the same level as those
0: guys. Yeah, no matter what you did to get in there, it's one giant blanket for prisoners. Like it's fucked up. That's how society so fucking you. wrong. So. Now he's now he's fucking stuck because now he owes a favor to fucking Schwefka or whatever, um, that he has to fucking deal cards. But now you have Louie in the background kinda of fucking egging him on and prodding him on and prodding him on because he's the drug dealer. Now fucking Frankie owes a favor to Schwefka. So he has to be up all night doing these illegal games. But he's sober. Okay? He fucking he needs. He feel like he needs to get high to make sure the games keep going and so he's he can super stay up all out. night long. And he's extremely stressed out, it leads to the point. And also Zosh, Zosh is fucking poking at and poking him. He's that's stressed the, the fuck out. That's probably the most stressful and, and the, part of his life. Yeah, and the first thing that comes to his mind is how can I relieve my stress, obviously, to escape reality, to do drugs again. Obviously, I s- don't have any time to
1: fucking drum. <laughs>
0: so I got a fucking <laughs> drug, <laughs> fucking bitch. That's You are stay in that wheelchair. I'll push you in another wheelchair. <laughs>
2: You'll have two wheelchairs, okay?
0: You say something again, put in your in another wheelchair. <laughs> what do you want? You want all the wheelchairs? You tell me. <laughs> so, fucking he ends up he ends up falling back into his old fucking ways. Ends up fucking Finally doing fucking heroin again, so he's all fucked up, getting back into the same fucking spot. Like he does, like
1: this really like mad dash when he gets the drugs back to his apartment,
0: and he's so super like, quick. I yeah, love that scene. You, he, like, he closes so, his like, door and, and, he, and like he's he's all anxiety. Yeah. And he's
1: like, oh my god, people, everyone knows, everyone knows. And he's like, oh weird, people are trying to talk to him. He's like, oh I gotta go, I gotta go, and he's like so weird. And he finally gets to his room
0: and he slams the door shut, and, and then he slams the heroin. <laughs> <laughs> so double slam, <laughs> <laughs> double slam. And then after he starts doing drugs again, then he's back to doing it. Now, now he owes Louis because now he's borrowing drugs. He doesn't have a job right now. He's getting drugs from Louis. So now he owes Louis. Now Louis has him hooked again. He was Louis. He owes Schwedka. So now he's fucked, basically. And his life is just turning upside down. It's going back to the same fucking spot. Worst that than he it was. ever was before. Yeah. So he ends up getting super fucking addicted and he needs it, but he doesn't have the money to do it. So he ends up fucking going to Louis's house and robbing him of the drugs. and Take it, Molly Hello, Molly starts seeing that he is on drugs again, on heroin again, so she fucking fucks off out of his life. She wants nothing to do with him. He's back to his old ways. And Molly's like, go fuck yourself, basically. Zosh doesn't really comment on the fact because she doesn't give a fuck. As long as, as he's not, down here, down at the bottom, he's he's going to stay with her. So that doesn't fucking matter. That's not an issue. So, that's how I, fucked up this fucking broad is, man. Yeah. And that's what the great...
1: Men of the 50s were trying to tell you, women are all poisonous. (laughs) 60 years
2: later,
0: same fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Same thing. Even in my movie, she's poisonous. (laughs) Louis finds out, realizes that the drugs are missing. Who's the first person he's going to fucking blame? Obviously, the addict. So he goes to his house, walks in. What does he see when he runs into the door? He sees that Zosh is standing up out of her wheelchair. She's not. Oh. She's not. I was wondering if you were actually going to reveal that. Uh, well, <laughs> what did we say? We said we were going to reveal everything. I know. I like, yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't do all my things. So yeah. I didn't think so you then mean. you get this immediately. I'm going I'm to do all. Immediately in your head, you're like, oh no, she's fucking with Frank, bro. <laughs> you fucking
2: Frankie, <breaking>, bro. <laughs> F-O-A-N-K-E. F-O-A-N-K-E.
0: Frank, Frank, Frank. I like how you peeked right there. Yeah. Bro? F-K- you're on FKE, you no, I, 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 I. I can't spell, oh, bro. Oh, you do I can't spell. thought I wouldn't get it, bro. Thought I didn't know you got did, it, bro. Fucking wheelchair? I bro. Got he got you three wheelchairs <laughs> and you're not even using them, bro? So Louie finds out. Now she's fucked. He's gonna tell Frankie as soon as he fucking finds him. So what does Josh do? Or Zosh she fucking ends up pushing him over a railing and killing the drug dealer. I went the exact opposite way. I was like, oh, obviously she had sex with him to keep his mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what Raj, that's, the, that's real life, bro. See, right <laughs> See back
1: in the day, bros were more loyal. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of me, it's y'all doing it. Now just fucking second everybody. Marriage used to be a serious thing. Marriage was a real, real thing. Right? When it was a problem, you fixed it. You didn't just quit. Say that right now. You want to know what? Because it was illegal. <laughs> <laughs> we had all the power. Now you're going like, oh, these vows with all their fucking, all their rights? Ah, uh, should be it.
2: That was better back then. There segregation. Said, yeah. <laughs> There's, There's
1: no one in the workforce. You know why? Because now I all the work. That's what happened. That's
0: what was better. Continue with the movie. <laughs> Zosh realizes that now she's kind of fucked. She just committed a fucking murder. Now the police are going to be investigating. They're going to find out that she's not crippled and it's gonna send Frankie away oh really she's just worried about her relationship with Frankie like, oh, oh, yeah over oh, everything oh, oh, oh. no she's she insane. is yeah she's insanely in love obviously she wouldn't have fucking pretended to be in a wheelchair she had like a rape whistle on she's her she's a bra, she's got delirium she has What's a rape whistle on <laughs> her neck that she could blow the whistle so that the fucking neighbors come help her this bitch is playing the part hella bad because she's madly in love with Frankie because everyone's madly in love with Frankie can you blame her? No. Frankie played himself because it's all blue eyes and every bitch loved him yeah agree how it goes even Ava Gardner kept coming back I, mean. I keep coming back I on coming. his back I kept going so i'm not going to give you the rest of the movie but it's definitely worth watching it's a dialogue filled movie it doesn't have much action scenes or anything it's so it's not all a lot about of camera movement it's, not a lot of like a scene. the best scene of
1: this movie is one of the best scenes in cinema history is it's a compl- it's a still shot the camera kind of pans down a little bit but it's mostly just set in a room where Frank Sinatra is trying to get straight. Oh, shit. Mm. Sorry.
2: Yeah,
0: my bad. So Molly helps him out. I forgot about this part. Molly. Molly fucking helps him out. She sees that he's all fucked up. So she goes, now I got to get you clean. So Molly tries to help him get clean. She fucking locks him in her apartment to get him clean. And it's a montage of Frank Sinatra beating heroin. And it's fucking horrific. But the first it's part like of the it most is like
1: seriously like a five-minute just continuous uncut Ooh. of him shaking and of having with really bad withdrawals and it's just Frank acting as
0: hard as he can. That's awesome. No, it's the most real it's so fucking realistic. Any person who's dealt with fucking addiction and like becoming sober of it, you can relate I mean, I'm telling you right now, for for nineteen fifty five, it's fucking dark. I've met, like, met several
1: people who have seen it and been like, yeah. So it's not just us saying yeah. that; it's multiple
0: people. It's a dark scene, like it showed honesty. Huge leaps and bounds forward. Yeah, it was fucking ahead of its. That scene, especially, was ahead is of its so time because, because it was so honest and truthful.
2: Well, you you got to think of this:
0: this is 1955, where they're they're afraid to show people sleeping in the same bed, and you have your fucking main actor, somebody who's world famous. And there's no black actor. Overdosing, <laughs> literally, fucking coming down like cold sweats, everything. He's Fucked up. He's a horrific person in this scene. That's fucking. Who did that in the nineteen fifties? Like it's. It was extremely dark. Like I cannot even tell you. It's very sad. Frank you got out of it though because he was fucking. You feel f- so big. Yeah, so big. Yeah, you, you feel extremely so bad for the guy. You're like, damn. This is five years.
1: years. Only five years before he got JFK elected. And it's there's not really.
0: <laughs> before he got JFK, there's JFK not really You really want <laughs> to talk about this. Talk really about no, how much he, no, had, no, he was no, involved.
2: No, 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 no.
0: no. Sam Giancana. <laughs> Yeah, he was in the mafia. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to say his name to come. The 19, uh, 1955, it was great fucking movie. It hit on some solid points that are still relevant to this day. And... A lot of people can relate, a lot of prisoners, a lot of people have dealt with this of, of trying to move on and, and trying to get away from what was once poison in their life, but being held back by their own vices, by being fucking brought back down because you have to be strong to escape that reality. You have to be very strong, and if you're weak in any sense, like, like Frankie... This one little thing one little small okay no 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 I'll just do this that'll be fine I'll just do this one thing everything else I'll leave here but then once you do that one thing then it falls to the next it's a domino effect and it's very sad because it's a snowball effect you see him crumbling down and you feel extremely bad for the character and it doesn't even really end on a happy note it's a very sad fucking movie. It's a very realistic, like, this is what life could be. It's not your, you're not, well, it's well, not fuck your happy movie. I'm going to watch that movie. You might no, have no, to spoil it. Tell you something but right now. I've had enough of your Andy Griffith show. Just I mean, spoil it. Something weird. No. If it's a depressing movie, I'm not going to watch it. It's not, not really depressing movie. We all know movie. that I do not like watching depressing it's movies. It's not, no, it's not really depressing in that way. I'm saying it's realistic. The movie, it doesn't like end super fucking horrific, but it. A lot of people can connect with it more because it's more in the gray area. It's not all black and white. It, people can relate. It's, it's not starts off happy, ends happy. It's just, it gives you a reality basis of what it could be like to be in this person's shoes, to live in Chicago um, this time, and to, to deal my with My movie
1: ends with a bunch of Americans fighting off the Japanese in Pearl Harbor. That's, so a, that's
2: happy.
0: The, I'm the going best that ending. Way. I'm yeah. going that way. <laughs> Mine <laughs> I'm also saying. ends with Frankie fighting <laughs> the Japanese. <Huh? laughs> In Chicago, completely (laughs) unrelated matters. (laughs) He just didn't like him. (laughs) No, he was taking on the Yasugaki or whatever. The The Yakuza? Yeah, the Yakuza. The (laughs) yakuza Dude, you just make him a fictional Asian character. (laughs) I am sorry, our Japanese (laughs) listeners. Karen Fukuhara. (laughs) Malaysia is gone. Malaysia is (laughs) gone. So that's my movie, The Man with the Golden Arm. Fucking great movie. I highly suggest it is black and white. Um, it's I fucking love that movie, man. I, I truly do. I bought it for a per bought it for a reason. I don't okay. buy it for I, a don't buy it it is is I don't buy any. my purpose is. I bought it. It might uh, be something. All right, it. so let's guess. Give us a hint, real quick. I already gave you. Yeah. I already gave you um, <laughs> the main actor is a kid. The kid with fucking. A beautiful uh, life. No. Beautiful life. It's Damn, a beautiful life. Or a it's a wonderful life. one. Mm-hmm. You don't a, go deep. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. That's. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's Oliver Twist. No. <laughs> Are you going to give one or no? It's the kid. Any Dickensian no, no, no. fucking murder? I bet you I could name off the actors. and you High Noon. I don't know. <laughs> High no. Noon. <laughs> Let me just name off some of the actors and then... Oh. Jean Jean, Pell- Pell- Jean, Pell- Jean Pell- Oh, it's a French movie. I keep forgetting. French New Wave. Claire yeah. Moyor. Claire? Oh, this is cute. More Let's continue. It. Just name me it all a bunch so of French people. <laughs> yeah, no, this is huh? fun, Russ. Lemire. Lemire. Remy. All okay, right, anyways, it's uh, called The 400 Blows. Never, hurt, Never heard of I, it? Whoa, Never heard of it. Oh, was it a re- porno? No. I'm going to tell you why the movie got so critically acclaimed. Roger Ebert, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, gives it 100%. It's got an 8.1%. Rotten on Tomatoes gave it 100% like 50 years ago. On MTV. porn existed. <laughs> I wanted to do Some Like It Hot. I really enjoyed Some Like It Hot. It was with Marilyn Monroe and... (laughs) Some Like It Cold. (laughs) And it was about these two guys. It was pretty much white girls, but in the 1950s. So the second movie that I wanted to do was going to be The Seven (laughs) (laughs) Samurai. And The Seven Samurai is the one that's three and a half hours fucking long. And I wanted to do it because last week... That's because it's we a foreign film and
1: Akira Kuro Sawa didn't give a fuck about the he audience. He gave a fuck. a
0: fuck about his art. And after, He's a Kevin Smith of Asia. After watching 400 <laughs> Blows, I wish I just would have watched 7 Samurai because it wasted my time. Whereas the it 7 what? Samurai... It what? It, it,
1: it what? 400
0: Blows no, 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 no. wasted so my
1: motherfucking time. There <laughs> the we was
0: go. Wasted the my fucking time! <laughs> 7 Samurai wouldn't have wasted my time. It just would have took more time. <laughs> That's all. So what is the plot about? Okay, so... You are this, I wanna say he's like twelve. Twelve to thirteen, max fifteen. Okay? And you're following this boy through his story. And what it is, is it's the director's own life. So this was the first time that you're getting essentially a bio. How f- fucking pretentious. So this is what was Abed the big-
1: did that in community yeah. and he hated his yeah. own movies. Yeah. Like, this is the worst thing that ever happened. It needs to be destroyed. The community's way too
0: deep for our listeners. Sorry.
2: Um, no, but but you know, you're right, not you're beat. right. Okay, anyways, it's, let's no, move
0: on. We'll go to 400 yeah. blows, okay. No, yeah, I'm saying like the director was probably like, when the kid acted, I goes, no, 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 not like that. Like, I did it way cooler. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was way more awesome in that when I did that in real life because I really did that in real life. It really happened. I did so that. So apparently, I according I to all the I fucked all those girls. <laughs> <the> I'm <articles>, 15. <laughs> two girls pregnant. <laughs> everything that I've read, everything that I've researched, everything that I have come up with, apparently this is... The first critically acclaimed, the first good movie that it's been, like, an autobiography. But it wasn't, like, a direct autobiography. It wasn't a documentary. But it was based upon the The director's life. The director was his own. He was the hero of his own story. Hero? Nothing happened! Nothing happened! We start the story with the kid feeling neglected. And his parents are he feels there, there's this tension with his mom throughout the entire fucking film. Why don't you film. want to drink that wine, huh? Why are you gonna and then at the end of the so film, the we're, we're not left with anything. Like, nothing fucking not happens. There's the, no arc. So he doesn't, like, he, some wine, he eats some cheese, boom, And There is yeah. no
1: Chekhov's gun. They don't set anything So, up. Chris, what I think it is like, so the core of the story is that this is a neglected kid and he's been seeking attention his whole life, and what he thinks the best way to do it is to make a fucking movie about him—that's all about him and only him—and then he'll finally get the attention that he so desperately desires from the masses. No, no that's no. your fucking core story. That's not what, I, and that's
0: dumb. That's not what every critic and every person at the time that watched it saw. Apparently, what they saw was a <laughs> moving story of a young boy who left without attention and delves into a life of petty crime does he have does he do petty crime isn't that in the movie? I'll give you a quick yeah, synopsis. he's a fucking criminal. He made me watch three hours of a movie. <laughs> no. He's still three hours of every time. Master criminal, man. You all fell for it. <laughs> Nobody gets our time he, back. He, you can get money back. You can't get time, can't back. Get time back. He's a fucking criminal. And I spent money on it. time <laughs> I literally rented it from iTunes. He should be in fucking prison. Which Seriously. <laughs> God, so irritating. What's funny is if somebody filmed a film about him... Filming a film about himself, it'd be money. (laughs) <laughs> but the fact, like, you know what I mean? If they yeah, made that Darby movie yeah, Darko Star was way better than Apocalypse. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> if they filmed him make, like, if he, if someone made that into a movie about that guy wanting attention, be, so he becomes a director and makes a movie about himself, kind that of would be that would be such a great documentary. That like, would be a kind of killer. I'd be down to see that. Like, we should invent uh, that. Terry Gilliam uh, already did, Terry Gilliam did that. I can't remember what the movie that he was making, but everything fall apart, and there was a documentary crew following him as the movie was supposed also to be this big thing. And then the it fell death apart of as, Superman lives. <laughs> all right so anyways yes god damn we start yeah. out with the kid we're with the kid he's going to school the kid is a troublemaker apparently that's just how the movie sets it up to us he's what having trouble tr- in his class or, what was a troublemaker like in the 1950s i wonder paper so, airplanes yeah, yeah yeah little stuff like that like, they beat uh, the shit out of him <laughs> in <laughs> class dude the teacher was
1: a you know that tom Fuller in my class
0: the teacher was hella mean, like, throughout the whole movie. It was crazy. I was like, damn, this guy's so like, a lot. Uh, like a dictator. No <laughs> N-words or anything like that. He wasn't mean to women or anything. Like that. He wasn't, like, the typical 50s guy at all. Like he was just a, a dick-ass teacher. Yeah, seriously. Maybe
2: he was, Maybe right was a person.
0: priest. Now I'm starting to think he might be a priest. <laughs> right? <laughs> called it! A <laughs> second before he said no, I'm good. You did this to yourself, see? You did this to yourself, see? Okay. So, The 400 Blows is about this kid who is having a troubled time just being a kid. His mom doesn't like him. It's apparent from the very fucking <laughs> Can you start. Women? I
1: mean, he's the kind of kid who'd come in to make a movie tiny, about himself. They're
0: in this tiny, tiny, tiny apartment in France. It's so small that when they open the door, it's in the kid's room, and he's sleeping on a futon. Okay? That futon lays out, and it's like, like a... Like a passing over area that his room's in. Like where you hang your coats and you hang your keys and then you'll go into a kitchen and it's just like an open wall way to your Potter, Kind of, but it's not under the stairs. He's like in the middle of everything. Didn't even get that. Yeah, he didn't even get his own like privacy or anything like that. No, he's right in the middle of everything. His dad, you don't learn until later, is his stepdad. And his dad is actually the closest thing that you have towards a relationship through the entire thing besides the kid with his friends. But this stepfather figure that you don't even learn till later was his stepfather. And then, later on throughout the movie, it's revealed to you that he had like all these conversations and the kid overheard him and all this stuff. But the problem was is they're revealing all this stuff at an hour and a half. The movie only has ten more minutes and you've told me everything at the very end. So the first... Hour 20, I'm sitting here like, well, why is there a bad relationship with his father? Why is he a troublemaker? Why is he doing all this? So it leads you on for an hour and 20 minutes, and then it dumps everything on you the final 10 minutes. So it's an M.I. Shaman movie. No? No, 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 no. I kept talking shit about the three-hour movie because I didn't want to watch a three-and-a-half-hour oh, okay, movie okay. even though it was The Seven Samurai. That's why he picked 400 Blows. That's it exactly why. Three why three oh, hour, it, okay. That's exactly why. Exactly.
1: So what you're saying it's basically a Shyamalan movie where it's like just nonsense, 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 kind of like, oh, just things are just kind of happening, and then you get the reasons. It's not a Chekhov's gun. It's a Oh, by the way, now you have to rewatch the movie with the knowledge that you got at the end of so the movie. So this is
0: a twist. You see the twist? Stepdad. <laughs> That's exactly. a twist. What do you What do you mean? That's it's a, it's a twist. It's wrong. a twist. Oh, you don't get it. You don't get it. You don't. You're not gonna get it. I don't feel like I mean, it was a twist. Other people get it. So what they're the way, kind what of a twist, bro. They're all saying it was a good movie because this was the first time that I guess on screen that you saw truth and honesty. So what you were seeing wasn't somebody what, acting here? a part. It was 59, 1959, and this is the really start yeah, of the before, French yeah, New yeah. Wave. This was
1: after 55.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The French New Wave, and this was a thing, and they spiked the camera, where they actually looked into the camera, and this was the first time they were looking into the camera, so that was a really big deal. This is just what I've read. Did they look into the camera in either one of your phones? You mean breaking the fourth wall? Yes. No. I don't think so. Well, they, they took they didn't my break. part. Okay, so we broke <laughs> yeah, the, fourth we don't break the fourth wall for the first we're time. Exactly, and the, this, or is, all part, or this Mel is, is all part of the French New Wave, okay? Yeah. Yeah. The French New Wave was about, like, a... Self um, recognition essentially, like um, that, you can be honest in films, then you don't have to be creating these characters. You can make an honest story, and you don't need a studio's backing. This was the first major motion picture without a studio's backing, so oh, that's what was really big like about yeah. it. Was spe- it was like the first independent, it was a first independent movie. film. So like, that's can, that's more important. I, can, I would like that as well. I can respect fr- certain yeah. aspects about the film for sure. That's why I had to go and watch it again. That doesn't make the movie good. Exactly, and for some. Reason everyone is acclaiming this movie is so good, and it was just because it broke certain boundaries within filmmaking that doesn't make the movie good, just like I exactly. said. I just
1: respect like- Kevin Smith for just not giving a fuck about critics and making these stupid, silly movies because he thinks they would be fun. Doesn't mean Tusk is a good movie. Doesn't mean Yoga Hose is a good movie. Doesn't mean that Moose Jaws is going to be a good movie. You so know they're I mean? fun, though. They're Tusk fun. is really good, though. Mm-hmm. I like Tusk. I have waited, I, I, have I yet kind of Doug Tusk. I'm, I'm, I'm a watch war fans, Always The first like half too. is like, the, the, the first two acts are definitely way better than the third act. I can and I like
2: State Red State, too. Red State's kind of a war movie. State oh, a Red State. Red State's a great movie. But that's not part of the thing I'm talking about. It's a little bit of a
0: play on Waco. Okay, let's go back to the 400 Blows and why it's so shitty. Yeah, no shit so but no, following I, the, the that kid. independent film it, it, it makes it more was sense the first, to like, respect it for an yeah. independent film that's fair. that makes so much sense that's completely fair it's almost like um, the, uh, what's the the aviator uh, what was his real name Howard, was, Hughes. Howard, Hughes. Howard Hughes Howard Hughes made his own fucking movies everyone looked at him like he was crazy he took his own money put it in his own film that's kind of independent-esque at, at the yeah. same Hell's time right? yeah, yeah there you go plane yeah. movie uh-huh, that was like the first big one yeah. But, yeah continue I apologize so anyways um, the kid is in school he's having trouble within school okay and then he goes home and then he's he gets um, yelled at by his parents and then he goes to sleep and then his parents are fighting and he's literally a door away. We're in a tiny fucking apartment, maybe 800 square fucking feet. It's tiny. And then the plot point, which doesn't make any fucking sense to me because back in the day, there was a formula around 22 to 25 minutes. You're going to have your fucking plot point and nothing within this time really stood out to me besides The fact that he went and he skipped school with his friend. He didn't want to skip school, but he went and skipped skipped school with his friend and while he was skipping school he saw his mom making out with another man and that was within this time frame so i was like boom that's gonna be the plot right like that has to be the plot yeah because now he's conflicted because he likes his his stepdad yeah he loves his stepdad so he doesn't want to reveal that because he doesn't want to hurt his fucking stepdad that's a that's a that should be the point and then in the middle of the movie exactly and then in the middle of the child exactly and then in the middle of the movie his mom who saw him see her and then she like turned away real quick and then she like had this little conversation with a dude that she was talking about or ta- or making, making out, out with yeah. and she was like oh my god that was my son and they have this little conversation and then it cuts back to the kid and he was like holy shit I just saw my mom and he's with his friend and he was like whoa well, what was your mom doing making out with some guy was that your stepdad no it wasn't my stepdad are you going to tell your stepdad I don't know all that went down and then it and never had if they wanted, wanted to be quote unquote
1: real all those friends would have been like, oh, what's up? Can I get next? Your mom's a slut, right? Let's do this.
2: Like, uh, they're all made jokes. All the fuck. Right. Your, Your mom's, mom's a name, a right? Your mom's a name? But the name? problem was,
0: was the kid was kind of... Well, they would uh, have in French. He was, was like, listed as the troublemaker. So when you first see him, the, um, the the teacher puts him behind, like, a chalkboard because that's, like, the the later version of the dunce cap. I feel like the dunce cap was before, just complete humiliation. <laughs> and then um, they wee got a little wee yeah wee. they got a little criticized for it, so then they put, like, a board up, and then they just made the person... Well, he went back there, and then the teacher would be drawing on the board, and he would come out, and he would do bunny ears on the teacher, and then go run back all behind the board, That's the you know? joke, L- bit Classic, a relief. Classic, yeah. classic, classic joke. A <laughs> little bit of comic relief. Classic like French comedy. And I appreciated that <laughs> stuff. That was good. I'm like, okay, I, I can see... I, I understood the kid, but just nothing ever... Happened. I'm just sitting there watching this kid hate his parents essentially. Well his they set up the checkoff with the fucking kissing. Yeah, what, you're that sets something okay, right. up. Well, and then in the middle of the movie, so that happened around twenty to twenty-five minutes. And then I'm at about Forty five to fifty five minutes and it's only an hour and a half long and I'm like, that has to come back up, right? And what happens is the way that they bring it back up is his mom makes a deal with him because his mom saw him. They know yeah, don't, that they I saw say each that you other. ditched, you don't say I was making out with somebody. And then That's she's your point like, of so, no return. Yeah. So she's like, okay, we know we saw each other. Here's what's going to happen. You write on me if you don't do this. And I'll write on you if you don't do this. Essentially, that's what happened. They didn't say it like that, but that's what happened. And he was you like, okay, fucking so said, No one's going to believe you anyway. You're a kid. And he well, writes, you're a woman. It, <laughs> was for, it was for school because he's a troublemaker. He's having bad grades and his mom wants him to do better in school. <clears throat> and so he writes this essay, but he was inspired by a book that he wrote. And he was inspired by somebody that he looked up to through a novel. And so instead of the teacher r- realizing that it was more of a homage to this character, he took it as plagiarism from this character because he would use certain words from the speech that this character used that influ- influenced him. But he didn't literally plagiarize it word for word. It was from his brain and you can see it, the movie does do it, does do a good job at showing him going through the process of creating of course, it on
1: his own. It was the guy who made the move. So like, maybe not he did play it.
0: Maybe he did plagiarize it. That's a great point. That's a great point, and I didn't even think about this it. This guy's an point on, man. So anyways, he goes to school, he turns this essay in, and the teacher immediately is like, you plagiarized it. He literally reads like two words, he's like, you're a plagiarizer, I know exactly who this guy is, I know exactly his story, and you're telling me that this story was your grandpa's story. This was supposed to be a story from your personal life that you were telling the classroom. You didn't do it, I'm over you and your troublemaker's ability Go to the principal's office. And so back in the day, what would happen instead of the teacher taking the kid to the principal's office and leaving the class alone, the teacher would sit with the class and then they would take a classmate that is where you get the brown noser or the teacher's pet yeah, from. Yeah, that would take the kid to the office. would take office, the kid to the and office. And the principal would beat the shit out of the kid so, and send him home. And the kid would get the shit beat out of him by his parents. That's just how it went. So that was another big theme with the movie. We had tough game back then. Is mm-hmm. that the parents wouldn't beat him. And I feel like that was an underlying theme under the movie that you should beat your kids. Like, there was this whole underlying theme that if you beat well, your the kids, it it, they don't beat their kids. It was like, if you don't beat your kids, then your kid's gonna wind up like this. But if you beat your kids, it can end up like this. If you don't like beat your kids, gonna wind up French. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was your Making theme. movies about
1: <laughs> That was the underlying theme of the movie. Fucking <laughs> that, no, they No, that, that was your movie. Your that movie, was the movie. Your movie was what it should have been was the kid discovers thing about his mom discovers and he's like conflicted throughout the whole story and how as a kid that's too much responsibility and pressure to put on you your mind is still developing you don't know how to do this stupid like fucking like ad- adultery type shit you do know how to deal with that how to like do i am i loyal to my mom the person who is blood am i loyal to this person who's actually nice to me he
0: didn't know that it was and, a stepdad at the time and you know so he a- at the time that he found that out he believes that his dad was his dad
2: and he can let it
1: so be like so that could, could be like part of it him. too. Like that could also be part of like the thing in his dad, and then later on it comes to feel like him feeling guilty like throughout his life and like that and then like the relationship with his mom deteriorating more and more because he knows the truth about her. That's your real story. It's a character study of what happens to a person when they lose all faith in their parents because as a kid your parents are God. What happens when you lose that faith in them? What happens when they aren't the, the ideal person? What happens when you find out the truth that your parents are just as shitty as anyone on the fucking street? What does that do to you? That's what the movie should have been and that's what the, the core of the story should have been about. But he was just not,
0: I just wanted to be about me. Yeah, but if, if life has taught me anything, you don't fucking rat on the people who buy the food. You know what I'm saying? Like That's the rules, okay? Yeah, it was his stepdad who George, was buying the food because he, he's the woman. <laughs> that's George Collins. joke. You don't fucking snitch on the people who buy in the fucking food, asshole. <laughs> it's fucking great. But yeah, exactly. That's He's torn. He's a torn character. They're kind of like, Put you in with this character, you gotta kind of feel for him because you can be torn as well. It's like, what do you do? And then you can even have him let it slip, like let his secret slip. Now he's worried about what to do. So instead of being found out that he let it slip, he kills his mom. Boom! Fucking <laughs> <laughs> M Night on twist. Big twist. twist. Hmm?
2: And then so, you find out that his mom, his mom's
0: really his grandma, and the kid grows up to be Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. It's something mm-hmm. similar to that, you know what I mean? You can do whatever you yeah, want. Make, so yeah, wait, both of you, you guys t- are completely correct. That should have been the main Mine's plot of the what they did to a horror flip. Is they tried to, <laughs> make, one. They tried to make that like a <laughs> B, a, a, like a C plot. Did they even know what the letter plots were at the time? Like I just I like, watched side the story. movie twice so they far. They definitely
1: knew. They already knew that. They already knew how Dude,
0: there is no arc. There is no like okay, our character starts here and then we end here and we can see development whether it's bad or good. We can see some sort of development. What you're left from the beginning to the end is you're in the same fucking situation as you're at the end. And if anything, you're at a worse situation at the end. Okay, it's I'm a reality out, French movie. I'm it's getting a out reality of TV French movie. Yeah. So the kid, um, he gets in trouble by the teacher and he has to go to the principal's yeah. office. So he's going to the principal's office. The kid's taking him down there. He socks the kid in the face. Fuck you! I ain't going to the Holy principal's shit, office. Dude. Runs off right, and he's running away. This movie sounds Now good. he's a runaway. Now he's a runaway. This is the second time running away. He's already ran away once before. This is the second time. He realized his mom doesn't like him, but he, he gave up on running away because the
1: French give up. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> give <laughs> up he's with his friend,
0: and then him and his friend do all these little things, and like you can see that he's finally having fun. He's being a kid. Okay, cool. So with his friend, he's a kid. But then as soon as he gets back. Pushed into this relationship with his parents. It goes right back to the beginning where it was. Nothing ever happens. His stepdad that he learns. So, stepdad's constantly threatening him with, you're going to go to military school. You're going to go to military school. You need to stop acting up or you're going to go to military school. Runs off after the principal. All that good stuff runs off again. Well, they wind up finding him. He takes him. Bitch, you're going to military school just like I fucking told you. Ships him off to military school. So the entire time, the parents are distant. There's one sparkle of hope throughout the movie, and I thought they did a good job because they were building us, and they were beating our character down, beating our character down, beating this relationship into your head. This isn't a good relationship. This did isn't they a good they relationship. Have sex the character in his bed? And then he finally goes, and he, um, he's writing that essay, right? He lights a candle... For like his idol that wrote the book And he's got this little portrait of him or whatever He lights a candle, he puts it in this little corner Well, the candle catches fire On the fucking portrait Because it's paper, all that good stuff Ugh. And it's in this tiny little apartment The parents start freaking out and they're beating it up Why would you light a light, uh, candle in here All that good stuff, but what happens I is couldn't instead, fucking see, it's the 1950s Instead no of electricity. them there sitting there a- and <laughs> ridiculing him and doing all that stuff They go the opposite way And they're like, okay, we're gonna go out to the movie we understand <laughs> it's crazy right it's, it, what, like, what are you happening? talking about what is no, happening
1: no no this didn't happen. Yes, it did.
2: You're alone. This is not I'm a not movie. I'm not
0: lying. This <laughs> is not, the movie, That ain't bro. a movie. Okay, and then... That's they go what Chris off, is explaining it's not a movie. That's, that's his point. Like, the next point, the next time that we see him, so, like, they're flaming, right? They're, like, putting out the fire, and then they put it out, and they're, like, we're being too hard on you sometimes. Like, we always We're to take you to a movie. You. I really want the Let's movie
1: that they go to. No, the movie of the director. No, no, Stevie. This is just like in South Park when... Cartman's like, okay, I'm going to help you splatter poop all over your, all over the house so your parents will learn a lesson. And Butters is like, hell yeah. And Sam was like, no, that's stupid and immature. I want them to know what they did was wrong. He's like, all right, you don't do it then. And then he shows them have poop all over Butters' house walls. And his parents come home and they're all, oh, my God. Wait a minute. Don't you see? this is our fault.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then they realize it. Butters, like, we were too hard fuck, on you. We
1: Butters, we shouldn't have lied to you. But so they learned their lesson because shit was over the wall and Stan's all, oh, holy shit. <laughs> like, that is what, that's what happened. Except South Park did it way Except, fucking better. Yeah. They're, South Park had better writing and they
0: played it for comedy. Way not better. like, this is my series. Yeah. This is like, this is what my life was like. I can't list. wait for you guys to watch this because I guarantee you're going to agree with me. But, what all the critics say and everything is, oh, this is, is, this is, this is a young boy's journey through life. And you could tell that his mother didn't like him. His father didn't like him. And so he had, had to battle throughout like his life and are. all stuff. So anyways, <laughs> anyways, this is a perfect serial killer movie. I'm telling you right now. Like, that's no, how right. a serial killer is born. I mean, it makes sense. Steal like, it, like you're telling me. So <laughs> the, 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 the <laughs> only the little glimpse of hope that we have with him and his family is after the fire. So, like, we're going to go out for a movie. We're going to forget about all this. And they go out for a movie. They're laughing. having fun. And then they... Go for strawberry ice cream. And he's like, I've never had strawberry ice cream before. This is the first time I've had strawberry ice cream. And then you're all happy and okay, everything's good. And then as soon as they get back to the house and the room is closed for his little room, they start arguing again. It's very apparent that they are not doing well, especially after the girl is cheating on him. The boy hasn't said shit to his dad. Has not said shit to his dad. That was before the essay. Now we're after the essay. He ran away. He's with his friend, he's doing fun things. His parents find him. I can't remember exactly how or why. It was in school somehow. He got in trouble in school again because he's a troublemaker, all that good stuff. His parents come and they're like, okay, you're going to military school. Shift him off to military school. He doesn't give a fuck. Doing stupid shit in military school again. Someone runs away and they're like, I Wonder French how long he's gonna classic. go. I wonder how long he's gonna be out. And then the kid gets brought back. He he was been out there for five days or something like that. He, oh man, he was out for five days. We can easily do seven. And now he's surrounded <laughs> by people that do bad things. Whereas before he was the only person who was being a criminal, but he was surrounded by good people who were trying to help him be a better person. Now he doesn't give a fuck. Now fun. he's surrounded by fucking Criminals, and they're so they're talking about how oh we're gonna get out of here or oh we're gonna do this. Or, it's oh, almost it's almost or, oh, like oh, that's what's funny is that's almost like self-aware because like the producers and like everybody that worked on this movie was a criminal because they stole your time. Mm-hmm. So he kind of like, exactly mm-hmm. like he
1: wanted to write stories, but there were a bunch of good people saying no, you're not good at this don't write stories or movies but he kept wanting to do it and then he fell into some really bad people the producers who who allowed him to make movies totally make that movie and it ended in this travesty. This is like, the first meta we'll movie. That. That's why it broke. The first this meta is, meta movie. I
0: think this... I think the, what you guys just said was the exact reason why it was a bad movie because the producer sat here and said, hey, bro, you shouldn't do that. And he said, fuck you. And then that producer dropped out. And then the next producer would come around and say, hey, bro, I don't want to fund this. Fuck you. I'm going to do it anyways. And then that producer dropped out. No, I will go out. independent with this. Yeah. <laughs> And then that's the movie that we get. So I think for certain reasons... I am that illusionary. I can understand why I was taught it in film school. Because it was the first independent film. It was somebody saying fuck you to the studio. So I can understand the movement The rebel filmmaker it, sort of but thing. But at the same time for it to get 100% and an 8.1 the movie is not that good. It's only an hour and a half. You guys can both both watch it. Easy. I have it on my computer. I'll give it to you guys and I guarantee you guys are going to say the same thing. Like what they were trying to do, now I'm going to love it, was make it like you're a kid in the 1950s and that's how they wanted to do it, but they failed. And they didn't do a good job because they didn't pursue the plot points and certain Uh, Story arcs that they needed to complete For me as a viewer Now Maybe when you were 26 in 1950 This might have resonated with you Because everything was so familiar But nothing was familiar Like I wasn't a troublemaker I I did stupid things and I got in trouble for said stupid things. I I got beat more than the. If kid you did your did. trouble things now, like what you did with your life, if you did that, then you'd be a criminal. Exactly, that's the difference. But also, I think what they were trying to do with this movie, they were trying to connect with a younger audience. I think they were, they were I trying think to do like too. Hey, yeah. you remember when you were? I like, think this was might have been the first instance, not the very first, but one of the first where your lead actor is a kid. And so there were certain times where the director, you could tell, was trying to get dramatic acting out of him, and nothing would happen. It would just be a blank face. And he's like, well, we're just going to have to take that. Whereas what he needed was a little bit of some sort of facial expression, whether he's happy or sad, yeah. And the kid just didn't know, and maybe he was a poor director, and all that other stuff comes into play. But at the end of the day... There is no arc. There is no Chekhov's gun. You start where you end. And at the end scene, it's iconic because they finally break the fourth wall. The movie as a whole did these things that were new, but the story failed. So I think that's the only reason it got critically acclaimed and is studied. Movies were able to grow and evolve from a film like this. They started doing the fourth wall and everything like that. So I think that's what, what was important about this movie. Even though the fucking story failed miserably, I think that's why it was important. It's because that's what I was the, saying it's it just
1: because it does something new. Doesn't mean the movie is good. Because you're kind of trying to go outside the box. Doesn't mean necessarily the story itself is good. But I think you should. I think it could be said. It could be theorized or whatever that the reason why that the filmmaker left it like all these strings were untied and all these storylines didn't come to a conclusion is that maybe, I don't know, obviously no fucking idea, but maybe he was trying to portray the fact that that's the way life is. Most of the time there's a problem and it doesn't get resolved or it doesn't really come to a climax. It's just this underlying thing that you have to live with. This is life. This movie's trying to portray a life and it ends in chaos. It doesn't end with structure. It just ends on Nothingness and despair and life is sucks because this is France and existentialism exists mm-hmm. now. No, that's, that's a great point. And and that's why I, and I said. You're no, Wait, You, right, is you real. hit the, wait, you hit the nail
0: on the head. Like, that's exactly what all of the critics said. That's exactly what everyone else has said that has an opposing view of mine. I just wish, because all right, I'm just gonna spoil it because I doubt anyone's gonna watch it. If you want to watch it, watch it. It's literally on. This movie iTunes. is an escapism. I know what real life is like. I'm just it saying sucks. it's, it's on iTunes. If you want to watch it, you can watch it. All of our movies that we just talked about are all on iTunes. If you have iTunes, you can watch it. It's really that fucking easy. But while you're there,
1: rate and review us. Agreed.
0: The, the ending reasons. scene is is I actually really enjoyed it. So for it's five minutes, and for the first three minutes, is it just a dolly? And they're on, I wanna say a 300 yard fucking track because we're just following this kid running from the military uh school that he escapes from and he's just running. And we're just following him. So wonder where he's running and first it's first time cruise for. It's for tr- three solid minutes, bro. And there's no cuts, there's nothing. It's three minutes of us on a dolly following a kid. And it's like the same shot the whole time. It's a it's a nice medium shot from like the knees up. The entire time. Yeah, because it doesn't like want, go they, out. They don't want you to see the it track. It doesn't go that's in. That's why. It doesn't do anything. It's like three minutes of that. And, and it's just passing by, passing by. Finally gets to the beach. Earlier in the story he said he's never seen the beach. So that was a little bit of a Chekhov's gun. I'll yeah, give that you that, is, that. that is a Chekhov's gun, gonna That sure. was the only. But it's a small
2: one. That was the that's, only that Chekhov's gun. A it didn't have, that to do really have to do with the plot or anything. did
0: that. it was talking and passing. And he was like, oh, I've never seen the ocean. He was talking to his friend. It wasn't even like, oh, I've never done it. And then, See, that, so that course, was a small detail. And I need to finish that detail in the end. He's jogging, he's jogging. I will finish. I'm still jogging, I'm still jogging. I'm just going to keep jogging. horrible French And then you get, and then he's, uh... It's not even an ocean. It's like uh, it's a sea. I want to say it's like the Baltic it's Sea the pond, or something like that. Like it's it's a sea. It's not an ocean because you Whatever, can see man, everything. Beach. Like you can see how it crests out, but you can see shorelines and all that. Like that's it's not the ocean. But anyways, he gets to the ocean, then he goes into it, and then he looks back to land, which the is the past, and then he looks out to the. To the ocean, the which future. is the future. And then he looks at the camera. To the unknown. And then it zooms in and it pauses. And apparently that's the first time where the character has broken the fourth wall. It's the first time that a shot has ended with the character staring directly at you as a viewer. And so that was all part of the French New Wave. All it's like that. a hand fist away. Oh leg. my god, you see him stare at me? He stared at me. Oh, this movie was awesome. <laughs> he like, looked right in my eyes I at I saw Oh, he saw me? Because I, I felt like that. Uh-huh. I, I was like a,
1: it's like I, along with you, the audience are staring into the unknown. Yeah. You have no idea what's ahead. Like, and which way is it gonna go? It's,
0: it's an endless vastness of random nothing. It's and a metaphor, it means secret. <laughs> so I think what really happened is Truffaut, which is the director of the film, Trufant. went and made three other films with the same character in his films. Not the, not the same kid. It might've been the same actor. I can't tell you if it was no, or dude, if he it wasn't. he lost that kid and got rid of him, got a new one. But it was the same character And I think that's what made this movie so poor for me because he didn't want to complete any arcs. He wanted it to be like this jump-off point for this character that he was going to continually build off of. And I actually heard that the next movie, there's a lot more Chekhov's gun, there's a lot more payoff, there's a lot more arc. So I feel like he kind of fucked up because well, so he was setting sequel? himself up for the future without realizing that he was setting himself up for the future. So he's that guy who like makes a
1: shitty movie, but like, oh, I'm gonna do a tri- trilogy. Sequel's coming up next, but no, that first movie sucked. You don't get a, you don't get
0: a sequel. But it only sucked because you don't get to see the second. One. I think the second. One, I think me and you, because- I think me and Stevie are gonna completely agree if Stevie ever watches it. But I think Adney will have a different point of view, and I am intrigued to see what he is going to say about it if he ever watches this. Yeah, because you're a very interesting guy, I Adney. Mean, <laughs> you are.
2: You're interesting
0: yeah. You can watch shitty pee. movies and be like, You didn't get it, did you? <laughs> yeah.
1: like, wow! yeah. what a
0: piece of I'm going to watch a blank,
1: all white painting and be like, You guys just don't get the nothingness. <laughs> this it's, is
0: the art. You guys just see don't see this. It. It's like, It's the playa right here. I'm I part- <laughs> <laughs> I bet you don't get it do you I know you. I can tell in your eyes you don't get it I got it but I'm not gonna tell you I got it I'm not gonna tell you what I get about it I don't even want to tell you You if you don't get it I don't need to explain why I get it I don't need to explain that it's Mm -hmm. like
1: you can see all the stroke marks it sucks no, but the stroke marks are there to represent
0: Like the passage of time And the <laughs> playa You know and when you, how you like just... stroke it forward and stroke it backwards <laughs> And you just keep stroking till you come right all over this painting <laughs> <laughs> That's life <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> And then run up and splash paint on it Like that <laughs>
1: like, What the fuck No, see this is, It's an acting art It changes <laughs> all the
0: time Every show <laughs> It shifts So fucking stupid I
1: fucking hate everybody
0: I hate all French people
1: (laughs) We lost all of our French listeners Like a good 30 minutes ago too I know
0: Let's do it We're killing it So those are our movies (laughs) (laughs) Mine was uh, The 400 Blows
1: 1959 Mine Uh, From Here to Eternity 1953
0: in The Man with the Golden Arm, 1955. So we're going to do a little bit of sex talk. Uh... Sex talk is back! Mm. Took yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> 40 bucks! <laughs> 100 bucks. <laughs> yeah. 100 bucks! Yeah,
0: 100 bucks! <laughs> Two pastas! It's... Just... <laughs> Sneaky, 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 my dick is like a twinkie. It is filled <laughs> with all this white, and I'm gonna enter your
2: fucking. Because wife
0: is fucking nuclear. Wife? Podcast. What? Enter no. your wife? I don't know. I said, my, I said it's sneaky, 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 and my dick is like a twinkie. It's filled with all this white goodiness, and you're gonna get my. Pinky. I don't know. I have no fucking idea. We were sneaky sex, sneaky, sneaky sex, sneaky sex, sneaky okay, sneak so. sex, sneaky. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see. I'm a sneaky side Your sex <laughs> Your sex is gonna get sneaked It's gonna get sneaked Because it's your sex And it's me being sneaky. So define it, Stevie,
1: define the fucking topic I just
0: did The song explains everything <laughs> <laughs> You literally just repeated We listened to the song You don't get it? Do you not get my fucking heart, bro? Oh, you're too
2: French, bro you not get my you're heart, bro? You're too French
0: You didn't get too open, bro My bad The fucking listeners will get it Obviously <laughs> Sneaky, sneaky, yeah, bro Yeah, because we're part of the Stevie New
2: Wave <laughs>
1: Yeah. No, you, it was your topic that you decided on. I want you to define it for the listeners. Exactly
0: what these stories like? What's the thing? The so thing the basis I for mean, this sex talk is a time that you had to sneak fuck around with somebody. Like when you had to be quiet. Like my parents are in the other room. Be quiet. Let's do this, but let's keep it quiet. And you, you had to. Discreet. You had to get off. The girl had to get off, and she's she either is the one that like, come on, let's girls optional. <laughs> yeah, but basically, it's a time you had to be sneaky about your fucking sneak fuck, sneak. sneak oh, it's every single time that I stay at Ree's house because Ree, not because she's broke, not because she's not an independent and she's strong and all that good stuff. You I'm wanted to say it for black woman, didn't you? <laughs> did. Not trying to talk shit on Ree. She's just um, in a, um, a particular situation right now, so she lives with her grandparents. And it's really Yeah, because isn't she like fucking weird gonna go to a fucking she's expensive She's supposed to go to school. Colorado. She's supposed to go to Colorado. Yeah, Where exactly. You, know? you kinda yeah, need to save money for that. She's gonna have to yeah, exactly. It's there's all yeah, that. There's, but I didn't want to talk about my current situation and the sneaky stuff that we do because I'm not trying to air my dirty laundry out on here. Oh
2: right.
0: Oh! oh, big oh trust
2: surprise me. there, pimp! Trust me, that's Chris's arc right, right there. Now
0: chair. <laughs> no 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 no. Uh dirty laundry st- Still being aired. Fuck all that. that's the money. You never
1: have a hamper full of dirty laundry, because that shit is always out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, I went with a different story, and I couldn't really come up with, I didn't even, like, actually, when Stevie first introduced the topic to me, I was like, man, I don't know if I have anything, but it wasn't until me and Andy started conversing the other day that him just spitting out ideas to me about, like, oh, I had this one thing, I had this one thing, that mine finally came into set, so... We're going to the lake. Who am I going to the lake with? I'm going to the lake with. I mean, I can't even say it right now because Aden going to just his fucking talk shit. Uh-oh. Going to the lake with the family, okay? The family. Uh oh. <laughs> Shut the I'm fuck up. I'm going to the lake with the family. Who'd you
2: sneak in with, bro?
0: Uh-huh. So, anyways, my whole <laughs> family's there. My know. aunts, my uh, my nieces, my <laughs> sisters, everything. Everyone's there. Everyone's there. We're all there. We're Fam having a great bam. time. Hope we're bam. at Lake Lahontan. Lake Lahontan is... Time a, out. Anyone who says fam-bam can fucking die. Well, Stevie has to die now because I didn't say that. Now, he knows I hated it. He was just... <laughs> 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 and now I'm dead. I'm
2: so La- Lake Lahontan is inside. Sandy. Saying it. it's a sandy lake. It's a Exactly.
0: Red so sometimes it's really high. Sometimes it's really low. So this time it happened to be really low. So you'd have to like kind of like jog down to the lake to where you were actually camped. Well... It's so my whole family, all that good stuff. Well, we have family friends. Family friends are coming, right on. We're having a great time. I'm talking to all the old people, right on. We're having a good time. I'm about 24 at this point. I'm not so young. I'm not so old. Anything like that. This was only a couple years ago. All you that You can run a Stop. car, man. let fucking yeah. you peak your life. You peaked at 24, bro. Nah, I it's don't. all downhill. Man, I, peak to LA I there, peaked whatever. at 18 because I still had hair. <laughs> <laughs> so, <anyways>. solid point. <laughs> peak out. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways. Uh, all of the friends show up. Okay, well, one friend in particular brings a nice daughter. Like, she's cute. 22. <laughs> Woo! She's prime. Not brought one of your, daughters? Daughters. One of your
1: friends, one of your family's friends, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, it was my aunt's friend. Let's be
1: clear. So, it's not like a friend your
0: age. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was my age. Wait! No! 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 no, no the no. the, the, the oh, parent, You the parent. missed the fucking pedophile I yeah, joke I, I was making. No, twenty-two-year-old adopted a twenty-two-year-old. <laughs> fucking pederast. Sorry, I'm too concerned in my own story that I'm not getting your jokes right now. I apologize. I'm hey, conceded. I'm sorry about it too, Penn.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So, anyways, she brings out um her daughter. Her daughter's super cute. Whatever. Um, I've I went to school with her daughter. We're not in the same grade. Can you describe uh, she what
2: a, she looked like? Pasty. Hot, pasty. Hot. She's and like that's hot. usually uh-huh.
0: not my vibe. I don't go for the pasty you, Pasty as an SR, you just mean she was pale. No, she was pale. Like, ghost pale, sunblocked. Pasty to max, is
1: like she looked like her skin is gross and weird. Okay. Well, it pale is just weird. she's really light. She's just pale. So she stuck. needed a lot of sunblock. That's it. Yeah, she so, yeah, needed a lot pale. of sunblock. Super fucking, I bet she, she
0: was hot. But she looked me too. Bang, and she was about five six, banging in a bikini. Not thick like I like them. Just nice and proportionate. Uh, nice flat stomach, good little booty. Not a huge booty. Good little booty. Cute little booty. Good little boobs. Not huge boobs. Good little boobs. Just just nice and proportionate. Cute little boobs. Yeah, just cute all around. Her face was even cute. She had a little bit of a big nose, but it didn't bother me because her cheeks were nice, her lips were plump. No, pumped. because she knows that's her flaw, so she's easy. No. You know what I mean? Like, she knows <laughs> that she has to get the dick that she can get. I, I didn't realize she that was D2B easy. Even That D2B, because her nose is too big. Well, you know see, I, mean? I didn't know any of that. That N2B... Because and, of the DTP, uh-huh. you are about to learn today. So <laughs> we're cool. having Learned fun, day. right? I'm having fun with my family. She's over there having fun with her mom because it's just her and her mom. She doesn't have um, like there's no kids running around. The anything. mom's single parent. That's so she always sees her mom single getting parent. fucked, no, so she I, thinks she can get fucked. This you, is true. You pulled this the baller room and had her mom first, didn't you? I did. Ooh, that's the baller move. I did. Pill. I went and straight, went for the mom. She was a a bigger. That's lady. why the daughter wanted yeah. you. And I was, just, oh, I was complimenting her. you always go after the friend a little bit and flirt with the friend. And then I also had another. Because <laughs> my aunt knew, and I was like, "Hey, auntie, uh, tell the mom that I'm what's up and tell the I'll mom she can get it." And then so I got the auntie working the angle, and then I got me working the angle. So all the angles were worked. You like, were
1: Batmaning it by. I you was, was playing bad. mind games. I was with Batmaning everyone. It without knowing. I was. You, you were setting up this thing that was very transparent. They all thought that that was just sleight of hand. Cock off, Mr. gun, Rick. bro. Fucking do Mr. X. Well they were all occupied with this idea, you were going behind it with this other <laughs> contingency. You're like, no, this is the
0: real goal and that's just a distraction. But goes. it wasn't. Like when she first came and all that, like, like my end intention was well, not the backup fuck her. plan. Then, like, whatever, just like either way, I have to admit that it was all <laughs> like, nice plan. and uh, fluid, like nice and just like uh, what's the word I'm looking for, like organic. That's right? stupid. Yeah, as yeah no, that's good. No, that's the good point. It was an organic moment. It was, exactly. yeah, like that's everything funny. just kind of happens. I, I, yeah, I use that word happened. all the time. When we're talking about movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it was earned. Like <laughs> nine o'clock happens, right? Um, aunties are going to sleep. Okay, and now we have, so the aunties give us the responsibility of handling all the kids Because the kids don't want to sleep The aunties just jacked them up on fucking s'mores So they're fucking wired, okay So (laughs) then we have another hour and we literally babysit So me and her are sitting there and we're talking just about life in general Just bullshit It's how fucking pornos start out What do you like, all that good stuff And then we're sitting there watching the kids The kids slowly but surely die down within the hour Bam, 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 and they all go to sleep Okay, now it's just me and her all right, now we start fucking around. Now we start taking shots a little Wait, bit. How, oh, now
2: you start drinking. No, no, you no, start now we start around, really yeah.
0: drinking. Because before, like, you were casually drinking. You know, as you drink around the family, you don't want to be yeah. the yeah. drunk Ooh, uncle. Here. Oh, my God, this is yeah. so much for me. Well, Ooh. I don't want to be the drunk uncle. I'm not used to this. I don't drink. Like, oh, my God, look really? at your uncle. He's so drunk, you don't want to be that guy. No, yeah. I want to be the cool uncle. I want to be the uncle that everyone wants to come around. Wants my uncle like, can handle those uh, booze. Yeah, oh, not the touch uncle I'm Chris. or anything <laughs> like Not the touch uncle. Uncle Chris. I'm Uncle Chris. Uncle Smith. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uncle Smith, you're okay with Uncle Smith. Don't Uncle go with Uncle, Uncle Chris, Chris not Uncle Chris. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly what I was going for because this was like a family thing. This wasn't a like, oh, this is all my friends. How I, how we have been doing it. How huh? I'm used to doing. How all are you wasted? You are being, being more responsible. responsible. Yeah, I was Acting trying to like an, like an adult. adult at a young age. You, you were trying setting to be, an example. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. trying to be a fucking you adult. Were trying to be more adult. This is the yeah, first time I was actually like with my aunt. Like, my uncle wasn't there. Like, I was the man of, like, the camper or whatever. I had yeah. to do the barbecue. I had to uh, get the firewood, all that stuff. So I felt like manly, all that crazy That's stuff. That's why everyone so, wanted to fuck you, because you were the caveman of the fucking goddamn
2: <laughs> group. <laughs> so anyways, um, we finally,
0: I'm the man of <laughs> get the kids to bed. And then uh, we're by the campfire. Everything's going good. Right, alright. <laughs> We're a couple shots deep now. We got drinks in our hands, and then we started talking about sex. And I'm talking about freaky sex. She's talking about romantic sex. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to divide the middle. I'm Ain't that go, how it goes? So, what do you like? And that's where I went. Like, I, I, I can't remember exactly how I started, how she started, but I do remember that I was talking about freaky stuff. She was talking about, like, moderate stuff. And then I split the difference. Yeah, and yeah I was like, the okay, middle. so what, what do you prefer? Good job. And then we went in and started talking about sex, and all that. We had a great sex talk, but. So far, there has been no contact, no, like, oh, holding hands, no, like, attempted kisses, nothing. But it's she's been, wet, guaranteed. But both of us are feeling each other. Both the I'm are wet, hard bro. as a rock. I'm sure she's wet, all that she's good probably stuff. probably hard as a rock, too. But we were both with our parents. We weren't We weren't out here on, like, oh, we're about to. So then we have a great talk. We're, so, we're pretty faded at this point. We've taken a bunch of shots. So I'm kind of, like, I'm talking to her, but at the same time, I'm kind of, like, oh, I'm over it. Like, I don't think it's going to happen, whatever, no biggie. So, we go into the camper, okay? So, I have my own bed in the camper. She didn't have a bed because she came with her mom. So, her mom slept with my aunt in their bed, in their bed. Wait, go to that story. What happened there?
2: Oh, my God. Like, I literally can't.
0: You guys no, are so ridiculous. sorry, dude. <laughs> sorry. I hate you guys so much. I didn't say shit. <laughs> I said it. Stevie
2: said it. I can't,
0: even, I it, can't even say anything anymore. Like, that's the last time I bring up any fantasies with you. Good job. Good yeah. job of ruining that segment. Good job. Because I'm never saying anything again. <laughs> anyway This one he took really
1: personal I think it's because you have a very romantic relationship with your aunt. <laughs>
0: God, you're
2: such a piece of shit.
0: <laughs> Anyways. Don't open the door, dude. <laughs> 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 yeah! Me and my aunt getting it on all the time! No, 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 no. You know, we, like, really getting in. To I want to go. Get I ain't give a fuck about that. I want to no, Anyways, just, anyways. So, um, but within this RV... It's not like you have, like, there's not a room. Like, everything's really, really open. So, like, you have this, um... Oh, I know what you mean. I, exactly, like, everything folds down, you yeah, know, yeah. but everything's still, like, within this, this it's room. All it's yeah, all open. It's all except open, except there's little, like, cubbies. There's cubbies. like the main room, It's It's where my aunt was. It's, yeah, it's like cubby a is, cubbies without, like, the, the main room has, like, a pool door, yeah, and exactly. you can barely pull it. Yeah. Everything is... You could hear everything. yeah There's no secrets in the fucking goddamn... Yeah. In, in the RV. So, I get in there, and she's like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, my car's way up there. All that good stuff. I'm like, you know what? No, but uh, we'll sleep together. Like, my, I have, a, like, a big bed. Uh, like, I don't have a big bed. But anyways. We'll sleep together. No, we I have a big I bed. wasn't thinking about it or anything. <laughs> like okay. I'm telling you. We can sleep together. I'm doing you a favor. I was not thinking about having sex with her one bit because I, I was literally in the same fucking as my aunt and all my cousins and yeah, like, yeah. all my family's around, you think you, like, you, your mind is out the not you're gonna get caught? About you're gonna sex get seen? You're gonna get caught? At all? Yeah, like you had a great time with this girl. You of just want to cut sleep up. here. Okay, and a little bit. I was like, no, "I'm done cuddling." Hey, who doesn't love the feel like of just a, just a some nice booty, booty on yeah. your dick? and you're spooning just that booty, it's so and money. you can just feel your dick getting bigger. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so I'm hard. <laughs> She's wet, obviously. <laughs> so we're sitting there for like, <laughs> tied it back to the beginning of the <laughs> <podcast>. right.
2: <laughs> Ten minutes
0: or Just a or dangle so. factor, bro.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't wear underwear anymore.
0: I'm serious. So I'm stopping. I'm gonna stop wearing underwear. I want to prove out his <laughs> <Alex> theory. <laughs> <laughs> And we're all just going to What do you mean, stop? <laughs> <laughs> so, 10 minutes pass by, and we're, we're literally not doing nothing. Like, I don't even have my hands on her. Like, like we're, we have, we're separated, all that good stuff. Well, I get horny, okay? My dick's hard. She's there. I'm like, okay, it's pretty quiet. <laughs> hey, you're there. And network. I just, like, re- reach my hand around real fast, and I just put it on her hip at first. Just put it on her hip. Mm. Doesn't get taken away. All mm, right, all right, we're sweet. in business. Start working up from the hip to the ribs. Go wow. under the shirt. Oh, didn't take my hand away. All Ooh. right, we're getting somewhere. Ooh. Go all the way up on her ribs. I'm almost at her armpit. I'm starting to go for the boob. And she goes, <gasps> I just grabbed the boob. Oh, <sighs> the fucking moan. Yeah. Dude, yeah. My <laughs> Instant That's show. When it was over. Instant <laughs> show, dude. It's <laughs> you moaning, game. Yeah. you got me. You got was me. like, oh no, don't do that. Why are you doing that? You should have done the exact opposite and grabbed my hand and said, no, not tonight. And then I can like act like I want it, and then we'll eventually fall asleep. No, 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 She didn't do it. She uh, uh, uh. And this Is this a rubber nipple? Uh, uh, God, girls like, are so good at this. I, was like, Shh. Shh. I know. God. And she's like, I'm trying. I'm trying, and I'm like trying to be quiet But that D's too B You know what I'm saying
2: <laughs> <laughs> The D was right <laughs> The hands were too knew! The she knew, hands. She, knew. <laughs> she knew
1: The
0: fucking guy As soon as you got in the bed The fucking bed That D's too B <laughs> My P's too W <laughs> <laughs> And so uh, I, I'm like okay, So many agronists <laughs> We're
2: in fucking so business nice. Right now
0: so then I'm like, all right, fuck the titties. I wrap around because <laughs> we're like, um, like we're both on our left side, like we're spooning or whatever. And then I was reaching my right hand around and I was uh, groping her. Well then I was like, okay, I'm gonna come in with the left. Grow up your left titty underneath. Take the pressure. No big deal. And then I'm going to slide my right That's hand down <laughs> <to> here. <laughs> okay, because pressure is a real thing. When you're laying on your arm, your arm does go dead. It falls That's a asleep, real fucking yeah. thing. And then you really do have to that shake it out. That doesn't mean it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I took the pressure. <laughs> so here. Uh, and then I'm sliding it down to her vag, right? And then she grabbed me. Like, like, as I'm about at her belly button, she's like, I don't and I'm like, I don't either. And I know that we like, should. Know, right? And then at this point, you should like, like I don't it. know if we should do this. And then she'd be like, Yeah, we should. Like you no. got you gotta play that card. No, she did it. She did uh, it. Okay. She was like, I don't know if we should do this. And, I, and then I said, Yeah, we should. That's and when you think. get to the belly button, you say it. Yeah. That's pretty much she's right what she's asking, spell,
1: she's yeah.
0: like No, it's fine. I'm just going grab your got, hand and guide him. I then I wanted to like, I don't know if we can do this. Like, up. are you gonna shh (laughs) your mom's gonna hear you (laughs) they're gonna hear us (laughs) we'll see you you just shut up i spoiled it i'm sorry (laughs) because that did happen but it was once i started fingering her because like she started getting all loud and then i covered her mouth because my hand was like my left arm was nice in the in the right front (laughs) position so i rolled up to her mouth and i'm like shh shh, can't be making so much noise and she's like i you don't do that. Uh-huh. You don't. <laughs> and then she reaches behind me and then she starts jacking me off. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well this and is And you start now. making noise. I pull her <laughs> bikini down, she pulls my shorts down, and boom, okay, we're in. We're in. I What? <laughs> really,
2: it's a fucking and, military
0: movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. Brain. Systems, it was. Because <laughs> it was coming for a black <laughs> house. <laughs> like, we are deep right now. Like I'm Captain not even fucking Philip Smith. And shit. I'm not even getting full dick this is in my there. pussy now. <laughs> yeah, 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 No full dick extension, nothing. Like I'm like I'm 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 a little no kid full again. full dick I'm extension. like oh no, like oh no, we're having sex. I'm like so right across from me, there's literally a bed that my little cousin and whoever are on. And then on top of that little bed, there's another bed. And then on the right side, there's another bed. So there's literally six people around us. Mm. And she's trying to moan. And I said, bitch, shut up. Like, you can't say anything. If if you start moaning, we're busted. You can't say anything. We're busted and we're not going to be able to bust. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right there. Boom. Exactly. That's exactly like, I I said that, but I whispered it. Moan quietly in your own head. So I'm fingering (laughs) her and I'm like going down. I don't have my fingers in her yet. I'm just rubbing around. I'm like, you have to. (laughs) (laughs) No, <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> I said we. We have no, to be quiet. No, this is so much fun. It's so good. Especially when you're talking
0: to Ted Bundy. It's <laughs> <laughs> <She's> moving around. <laughs> we, you have to be quiet now. <laughs> she puts it in, and it's like, oh, just a tip, right? And then every time I like try to like get it in there, like she's going away from me because, I. As I do I just, just felt like she knew she was going to start yelling so like every time I would stroke it she would go out and then I would come back in and then she would come in I'm like well give it to me and, I would, and then I would go back out and then she would push away again and I'm like oh my god I was literally playing <laughs> just a tip for a solid five minutes I'm like bitch that lipstick like bro. I was getting mad at this point I was like now after five minutes now for- we're be back yeah now, now we're, we're gonna be mad. 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 Now. I'm about to wake <laughs> the entire camera because you're, you're you gotta get the dragon! You, you gotta get the dragon! You gotta the dragon! This isn't just a tip, you gotta get the whole thing in there, bitch! Like, no, fuck you! And now just, bitch, let's just grab her the dragon, it's like, boom. Dude, and Boom! She this just one of those, like, <laughs> like one of that, like, and then fucking boom! My little cousin's eyes pop right open. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, like, eyes are locked at this point. My dick is in this girl, and eyes locked. and I'm like, oh, please no. God damn it! And I just look down, and she's like, Mm. And she was just like, like turns around. Oh, back that's family, bro. <laughs> that is a sweet move. Oh, that was looking out. Like, oh let me go back. Ah ah ah. Done in like a minute, dude. It didn't like once I like got to actually start stroking. I mean, it was twenty-two seconds, in there but it was over so fucking quick. Round up. But it took thirty <laughs> fucking minutes. To get to that fucking point. But so if anybody asks, the sex lasted thirty minutes. That's what I'd say. Yep. Fucked up bitch for thirty minutes. Yeah, she <laughs> didn't get up. Hey, but I did, and I was like, eh, 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 ah, "Sorry, whatever." Fuck cr- you. I love that your cousin turned around. That's so awesome. She did though. I got you, bro. <laughs> like, she's money. She's kind of money though. That's Shout like... out to Olivia. Don't, <laughs> Don't worry,
1: Brian. C- Nobody seen that.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like this, like, like, if you could see me right now, like it was like just straight worried face, like. <gasps> Please don't bust me. And, like, Olivia just knew. She was like, you're a piece of shit, but it's okay. Just turned around and went back
2: to sleep. I got you, Vance. Yeah. That's, that's such <laughs> a good super story, games, dude. That's, that's but that was, was super That should have went last. Yeah. That's the best story. That was amazing. Fuck.
0: That's so good. <laughs> well, I should go last with the sex because I got the good sex story. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> oh, hey, really? Yeah, I'm coming in hot. Only one with good sex Fucking STB done. Motherfucker Story's too bomb. You, you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> You can't be having me go first <laughs> Story's too bum How boring. you gonna follow this How you gonna follow me <laughs> you We have fun. to do that Every time with Adney So like We've gotten it down like, yeah, We, yeah, no, we, yeah, we, we, we figured it out So me in the middle My shit's mediocre <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mediocre
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go next Alright I'm gonna end it with Stevie Cause he probably got a good one Cause he thought of the topic Probably has a great one.
0: I, not really. I mean, kind
1: of. Oh, thanks for letting down the listeners. Yeah, don't do that.
2: Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Don't let <laughs> down <Don't laughs> yeah. do yeah, do <laughs> do
1: listen, the listeners. Um, mine's going to be kind of fast. I just like it. Um, okay, so I was. This is like, um, I want to say around 18 years old, right? And I'm the same age that Chris's story takes place. Yeah. Good What's days. funny is I, there was one I was actually going to do, which was basically me and my ex, like. Went into Stevie's room even though he was passed out, drunk, and had sex on top of him. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding.
1: It was sort on his of, bed. Sort though. of
0: kidding. It was on his bed though. That would have been so tight. <laughs> and if we had, to be hella had quiet, sex on top of him. Had oh to be like God. hella
1: quiet. But you know, it's a different thing. Uh, this one, I was, I was kind of seeing this girl. It was that kind? Of, it was that thing where you know how you have the rotation. Hmm.
0: You have your top five. Every time you bring up a rotation, it reminds me of Sparkle. (laughs) It reminds me of Adam every time. Yeah? Okay, that's fair. He was in my rotation.
2: (laughs) (laughs) His dick got got way too big, though. How to let him go?
0: How to let him go? That D got way too big. Oh, my God. (laughs) If you really want
1: to know what the rotation is, look up Corey Holcomb, stand-up comedian, and when he talks about the rotation, he does it He does it perfectly. (laughs) But, uh, like, yeah, so everyone had their rotation at some point in their lives. And uh, at this point, she was my number one. What's funny, like, I met her, like, I remember it was my, like, 17th birthday, and I was obliterated. The last thing I remember of that night is introducing myself to her. And then everyone, I woke up the next morning, like, just all fucked up, and everyone said, Dude, I think that chick raped you in the bathroom last night. So, you know, Start off of a great relationship. <laughs> anyway, so like, what's funny is like after that, she ended up. It was back in the MySpace days. She found me on MySpace and like added me and all that stuff. We started kind of talking, anyways, and back started having sex a little bit. But anyway, <clears throat> she played soccer, and uh, she's like, "Oh, I gotta go to the fucking uh, soccer field to go see my coach real quick," and then we go. It's it's basically like he was practicing because he also taught this like junior high team. And so we go over there, and he's like, it's at a junior high. We're at a junior high school. And she's, like, talking to him about some fucking bullshit, blah, 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 blah. A bunch of kids are practicing in the field. And then she comes back to me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, we're just kind of talking and bullshitting. And then she just kind of leans over and, like, whispers in my ear, I want you to fuck me here before we leave. Holy shit and I was like <laughs> 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 okay 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 let's do this and then uh, so we're like oh we're gonna leave and everything and then we start walking and she's like I don't know where we could go really where no one would see us so we gotta be like kinda quick and I was like I could do that I could totally do that I could totally do that I could totally be quick
0: I'm the, I'm the quick guy
1: we went by <laughs> like this and, and we, she was like and then like we are walking and she's like I think I know a place it's basically like it, it used to be this like little place where they like little uh, they would sell snacks and shit at it's like this little hut kind of thing and it was like it's hard to explain but it was like basically like, you have, like your quad and then this was like a couple of like, you had to walk down these steps so it was like in, it was like below ground level this little area hmm. so below ground area there was like a couple of little tables and then like a hut kind of place to sell oh, the food out
0: of. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because then it's like level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I okay, know. so uh we walk out yeah. and then like
1: we're walking towards her and she's like, "Oh, I know, at that place." And she like grabs me by the hand and oh, just to, just to describe this girl. She's a uh she's a little, little Asian girl. I, have a, I I like Asian
0: girls. So do I. <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> 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 like really short, like came up to like my chest. Dude, have you ever had a sideways pussy, bro? It's fucking <clears> amazing. <throat> He's never had sex with Asian girls, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> but uh, like, so, like the perfect ass, like just like great, like night, like she used to play soccer. She had like these thick thighs, mm. great ass. Like she like her stomach wasn't like super flat. She had just a little bit of like a like not like a big old beer belly or anything like that. No, but inside little. It was soft. Her stomach was soft and I thought it was like adorable.
0: Sometimes that little bit of soft is more attractive than the girls that are like super toned. Like I love the little bit of soft
1: intimidating. Because it's comfortable to
2: lay on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like
1: after you eat some pussy, sometimes you're tired and you need a nap. True. You are. Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Oh! <Damn>. oh wow! <laughs> Shots Fire That was a heater! That was a good one. Damn, that was a good one. I can't even
0: oh, remember. that was good. That
1: was good. But anyways, she also, like, she had, like, uh, just nice tits. They weren't, like, they were, like, like that girl you, you explained. Like, that was the how it I would explain her boobs, too. Sure. And, like, really cute face, awesome, fucking, like, one of the coolest fucking people ever. Especially since the fact that she proposed this idea, <laughs> <laughs> she's way more Batman than you at this time. And, it's, and like, <laughs> I remember like she was wearing like this like she was wearing like a button-up flannel shirt and these really like like those fucking Daisy Duke jean shorts. And like while she's like she has me by like the wrist and she's pulling me towards that little place I told you about, and she's like, "I bet you I don't have to take off these shorts." What? I was like, you stole that line from a movie. What? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm pretty sure she did
0: But Here's the thing Just saying Fucking with shorts oh, Not fun Like cause you can Always feel the They grind pants. the dick Yeah, yeah they, they grind a, the, like, the fucking shaft No matter how Your like, guys is Well then you gotta oh. Smell dick bro uh-huh. <laughs> I said it I said it
2: I'm a piece of shit, whatever.
0: <laughs> I'm not trying to bag on you, I'm just saying. <laughs> For that shit's made of steel, homeboy. <laughs> does Yeah, maybe him. it's just Batman. She's it's not made, Batman not made of skin, it's not made of skin. has a cloak. Cloak dick, it's cloak dick. <laughs> 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 he only had, he has leather around the shaft. The tip feels all the, feels oh. everything. Way more sense. Leather shaft, it's a, leather shaft. it's a Batman dick, it's a Batman dick. It's hiding in so, the shadows.
2: It's no, hiding okay, in her so. shadows. <laughs>
1: No, so like that's that's the thing is like she fucking like basically she leans up against like I told you it's like below ground right, level so right. it's like trying to like the cement wall kind of thing, so she leans up against it and then so like, wait you
0: guys didn't actually like go in the concession stand or anything? Oh no, you couldn't. You have to like to climb through the little window oh, okay. space. All right. So we're out in the open. So yeah. if you walk by, yeah, you'll like see you're it. Out in the, okay why we had to be sneaky it's not sneaky you guys got caught probably didn't. no one just didn't say anything <laughs> <laughs> you, you had a secret guy solid point. jacking off solid <laughs> point <laughs> I've gotten some great sneaky
2: hand
1: jobs <laughs> speaking of solid points that's so <laughs> 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 so oh. <like> <laughs> woo. That's good one. Um, I did not even understand the joke because
0: it's solid And I know you've been laughing this whole time. solid
1: boy. Uh She leans up against the wall and like she like drags me in and like she starts making out with me. She starts unbuttoning her shirt, so her tits are out. Like she wasn't even wearing a bra. The tits are out, and then those are fun. But then, like, <laughs>
0: what a good kid,
1: k- great kid. And then, like I start like I start rubbing like on like uh like over her shorts. And then like she kind of pushes my hand be- like underneath. I love that. Oh my god. And gosh. dude, the shorts were sh- so fucking short, dude. They were basically like fucking booty shorts. Yeah. they were so they were cut so fucking short that I could feel how wet she is. Fuck. Like right there like it was fucking dripping around her fucking jeans. Mm, and sexy. it was and this brought s- one of the best,
0: super hot.
1: Like one of the best pussy feels of any girls I've ever slept with. Like, like I sometimes say, Chris, the pussy you feel Cyrus
0: Johnson. Damn. Huh? Dude, I think we... Oh, no. I was going to say into the beast if, but pussy feels... You're going like to make some, the, like, fucking yeah. scale with <laughs> the... I'm just going to stop. stop. Pussy feel we the We should do,
1: like... You got pussy feel. You got, like, hip movement. You got kink factor. You got... Kegel uh, factor. There's aggression Kegel factor.
0: factor. Those are four categories. Yeah, so we'll we'll, we'll come, come up with that, up that later. But for you. now, for
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, what she does is, like, she basically, like, turns her... She turns herself around... You know, she, like, undid my pants, and then she, like, kind of, like, grabbed my dick and started, like, jerking me off. And then she turned herself around, and <laughs> she, like, did the whole thing where, like, they pull, she pulls my dick closer to her. And, like, she really wanted to try, I thought, with her shorts still on. And then, like, wasn't working because, like, I'm taller than her. It's like, I have to, like, bend down. It's weird. Basically, <laughs> like, she sat me down, like, on this little, like, fucking curb thing, and then, like, sat on my lap. All right. And was, she was able to like she fucking like, she like pulled her like shorts right. like the middle part. She pulled right. it to the side, so she's all fucking there, just dripping fucking wet. And she fucking like starts, you know, she sits on it, dude. Like she like a little bit of playing, like she's like you know grabbing my dick and like doing the lipstick move, <laughs> <laughs> I get wet, so it'll, like what uh, sort of like you know going right, so it'll
0: get in there, yeah. Like you go a little a little bit in, there, little yeah, little no, bit yeah, you got to loop the dick a little yeah, bit, d- bit d- little
1: in, so little it's bit not in. you don't want to just shove it on in there. No, right? you can't do that. No matter how wet it is, because you get yeah. hurt.
2: Yeah.
1: So like then but she get like she sits down and then she starts just kinda moving, you know, in little circles and it's fucking amazing, dude. And then like we're sitting there and you can still hear like the fucking people like at the field and all that stuff. And then like but she starts fucking moaning. That's great. You're such a piece of shit. <laughs> that's, ah, the, that's the thing, dude. If we would have gotten caught, that would have been like a sex offender of crime because there were kids near. Yeah. And she was a kid. and he was an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! <Fuss. laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, too. <laughs> but she was one of those girl, like, uh, like, she, like you know how some girls are some are like uh, penetration stimulation, some right. are more clit. She, like, both, she, like, just got it done so fucking good and then like she was like start she was moaning like louder and louder and she's like covering her own mouth like mm, like and then still grinding and I was like I'm
2: about to fucking
1: come this is so awesome <laughs> <laughs> like holding it in right and then I was like fuck this and like uh, like her like her top button of her shorts were undone so I basically just shoved my hand down there and I started playing with her clit while she was grinding. And, like, I grabbed her fucking hips and started, like, fucking thrusting as hard as I could and rubbing her clit and all this stuff. And then finally, she, boom, we both fucking came at, like, just seconds apart.
0: Oh, dude, whenever you come at the same time, that's even more
1: money. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Like, like it makes that's it the that, thing. that like, much When you better. feel it, when you feel her about to finish, you hold it in as hard as you can. And then as soon as she gives that fucking, that... Twinge and that fucking just that like which she just whole contorts and just like ah, then you go yeah that's right, that's right. <laughs> oh I
2: did it I'm a champion <laughs> was, I'm a champion I went the extra <laughs> rounds <I'm a> <laughs> I went the distance <laughs> woo I went the distance
1: and just like all over the fucking and then yeah. I was like it's and all like about I'm that sitting.
0: ring presence you know what I'm
1: saying <laughs> ring general chip. And, like, fucking just, like, I wanted to fucking collapse and pass out there. Didn't, though, because I'm smart. But we got up and started, like, you know, getting situated again. And I was, like, that was so fucking intense. And she was, like, oh, my God. And, like, she looks down, and I look down with her, and, like, my cum is, like, dripping down her thigh. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's awesome. She's, like, holy shit and everything, but, uh. Yeah, holy shit. Got away with it, walked out of the place. She saw her, her, the guy, her old coach and everything. She was, like, oh, hey, bye.
0: Nothing. Nothing happened just now. Win, win, dude. Win, fucking win. Right I got on. away, and I was like, "This girl." Is like, yeah, Yo, yeah, this yeah. girl is legit. And then two weeks later, she's like, "Fuck you, nigga." No, that didn't happen. That's <laughs> exactly
2: what happens in <laughs> high school.
0: <laughs> it, for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so my story is it was the, kind of a little bit crazy, sneaky wise, but it wasn't as crazy and fun as your guys's. Hmm? Um, this girl, she was a little bit younger than me, and she's a little bit of a slut. And she, I always would just, I never fucked her. She would just always be all over my dick. Like, the first time, like, she was all about sneaking it. And the first time she actually even started doing anything, I was sitting at, a fucking the skating rink inside of a fucking inside the. Oh.
2: <laughs> oh, I know this. The, I am not telling say. this one, it. but it's the
0: same girl. I so know. Ah, oh, you motherfucker. So in the skating rink, you have the fucking uh the basically where you sit down and there's the table that you get snacks on and stuff. She puts her fucking hand inside my pocket. And she started jacking me off inside my fucking pocket. In well, her pocket.
1: And he was wearing like those old dicky pants. You know what I mean? Like dickies. Those pants. So we had the big ass pockets. So she was like wrapping around his dick and jerking him off.
0: So I barely even had to touch her ever. She always went for my dick. Always. Like we didn't even have. Ever. It was, I didn't even do anything ever. She was just jacking me off all the time. She finally one day convinced me to come over to her house. I was like sweet. She's kind of a wealthy girl. Um, like, I mean, her parents are a lot older, like, fucking, they were, like, 50, we were, like, teenagers at the time. Neglective parents, so she wanted to strike out back against her dad by being a slut. Yeah, but her parents were a little bit strict, so when I came over there, they were like, keep the door open, like, it's not really too big, it was a long hallway, and it led to the living room, but it was all wood flooring, so you can hear if they're walking back and forth, so they Suckers. made, they would make us keep the door open, okay, and then we just hang out in our bedroom and talk, and, you know, we didn't really fuck around, like the first couple times I went over there, we didn't really fuck around, but this time, door still open, same same routine, door open, parents are down the fucking hall, and then she tells me, let's fuck around, I was like, I'm not, your parents are fucking out there, she's like, I don't give a fuck, she's like, just, so she... So, you already knew this girl previously? All that good stuff? Yeah. It's not, it's not a random... <laughs> what do you mean? I was just trying to put it away, I was Is it a random? Uh, are, I never said something. it was random, I mean... Sneaky, sneaky doesn't have to be random. No, I'm just asking. I just asking. Yeah, so we're, we're sitting there at the fucking, sitting there in the bedroom, and she tells me, get on top of my chest. And I'm like, what? And she's like, just trust me. So she lays down. She fucking makes me. Did you already explain how you got to her room? I said, I have already, yeah, I told, I said, I've just revise it for me. I was, I'm sorry. I re-hit me up. Just just give me a quick <laughs> little revisal. Okay? Okay. Right Basically, she told me to come over to her house, okay? I went over to her house. And you already know this for girl? For the first, Yeah. For the first two times, we never. This is after she jerked him off with the pocket of his pants. Jerked me. Wait, off. She already jerked you off. Listen, she jerked. This isn't a one night stand. We're not talking one night stands. We're talking about sneaky sneakies. I know. This one. He she... knows the okay. topic she jacked isn't me about off that. At the... She jacked me off. Literally at the skating rink. Uh, she. I'm sitting there at the skating rink. Where I the... didn't realize these are two different days. I got the whole skating rink story. I didn't realize it was gonna be like. So so it's you got jacked girl. off at the skate? Did you come? No. She okay. just jacked me off so in my pocket? So, for like a minute? She's like, so jacked me off for a wait, while. Wait, how did that situation even happen? She just put her hand in my pocket and started jacking me off? When I'm sitting there eating What's funny, nachos? What?
2: With people her at friend the table.
0: tried to do the same thing to me,
1: but I was wearing jeans because jeans have, jeans have smaller pockets didn't work Well, you're
0: trying to tell me wait no hold on i think this story is better than the story you're about to tell <laughs> so this I, is out that's also a sneaky story too. how did you get her to start jacking you off your you not he didn't sh- get her to do, do shit. anything you didn't do anything she She's, literally just came up to you start jacking you off. we're like, talking slutty no, no i slutty knew bro. her listen <laughs> she was i knew her i met her at and the.
2: I met at the skating we,
0: we met, I met at the skating a couple times prior to this, and she'd always flirt a little bit. We were teenagers. She didn't really. How like, old teenagers? Like 14, 16? There's a difference. We were high school, she was uh, elementary. No. <laughs> <laughs> she, she
2: was. Ah!
0: She was in 8th grade. I think mm. I was a sophomore. No, no, younger than that. Whoa, what? we didn't so, no. we were in junior high. We were in junior high. Oh, we were? We yeah. were in 8th grade. Oh, yeah, we were in 8th grade then. Damn, it's bad. Maybe she was, Damn, was maybe in 6th grade. She was, sixth you grade. You guys she was, was in 6th grade. grade. No,
1: dude, she was not that much younger. Wait, Seven hold grade. on. Hold on. You guys Seven. had white semen years.
0: in 8th grade? You guys had white semen in 8th grade? I can remember remember distinctly. you got you know, white grade? semen. I never specified the color of my semen.
2: So hold on. I assume. I assumed.
0: I had clear semen, bro. Okay, I had clear semen, too. Wait. What
1: we never even said the word semen. And you're all, wait, you guys are saying you have
0: white semen? No, we never said that. You're right. <laughs> sick. We're in, fuck. We're, in, we're in eighth grade. She's, she's in seventh Oh, I'm the sick fuck? At least my cum's white. You guys are bringing up clear cum. We're going way back. Way. Listen. Yeah, man, he wanted to take a time machine. Yeah. <laughs> so she... <laughs> We met at the skating rink a couple okay, different okay, times, okay? okay, okay? And okay, then we're sitting there okay. at the fucking bench with the table. I'm in eighth grade. I think she's in seventh grade at the time. And she mm, randomly she puts her hand in my pocket chatting, and just starts jacking me off. No, like, sexual tension. No, nothing. Yeah, there's a little flirty back and okay. forth as that, But little, there was never. You made it sound she like, but it was first a nothing, in, There's a big leap between let's hold hands and do the skate yeah. thing to oh no, I'm going to grab a d- gonna j- j- oh, you d- hands your dick with your pocket. It was, you know, they do the couple skate. We did that a couple times, just held hands and skated. And All then right. she instantly went to jacking me off underneath the table with my hand, her hand my in my hands. My kind of girl right there. Does she have chlamydia? Probably no. <laughs> <laughs> just for perspective. <laughs> per- for perspective, okay,
1: her like best friend that I fooled around with, like years later, like, fucked an entire uh, football team. And also, an like, around that same time, years later, the girl that he's telling a story about called our grandpa's house and was like, Hey, is Stevie there? And I was like, Ah, oh, nah, he's no, he's
0: doing a thing. And she goes, Oh, that sucks. Do you want to fuck? What? What? Yeah. yeah, and also the girl that he said that the fuck the football team, I fucked her at a park randomly. I have never met she, these type of girls. She hit me up you online. You guys, no, 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 wait, hold she on. She hit me up online and she said, "Hold on, why are you gonna meet me at this you park when you were sister, older sister?" Oh yeah. These oh, type of yeah, girls, I, follow I follow her older sister now, is online. It's really? These type, type of girls only exist in places like Sacramento and like really big cities <laughs> In trash heaps like Sacramento. Exactly! Like that didn't happen in little old year tend to Yeah, you know, it, I had to try It did happen here in Reno. I, so hard. I guarantee it. Yeah, it probably definitely happened. Girls were sluttier <laughs> way back then, dude. I'm telling you, girls were way sluttier then. All right, anyways, anyways, go ahead and i some stories that got built was, up. I'm sorry, that's a great premise right there. Like, That's, yeah. a, that's, that's <laughs> your movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: seriously. Don't ruin it by explaining <laughs> the <of> other story. <laughs> don't let
0: that check out, knock off like some serious French New Age <laughs> God, don't S- be. So then she says, let's hang out. Let's hang out. Let's hang out outside of the skating rink. So I ended up getting her numbers. We ended up hanging out. Okay. She invites me over to her fucking parents' house. I would used to get dropped off from my grandfather. I think I hung out there twice before we started fooling so around. So you're like 16. Yeah. No, okay. no, 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 no. I'm in eighth grade.
2: Oh, I'm, so in, you're I'm like 14.
0: Fifth? I'm 14. Man, that doesn't count. She's That's 13. Not Why does that not count? What? I just feel like you should have been at least like of age to tell the story. But You don't have any sneaky stories he's, when you're well, not Wait, You're supposed to be 18. This is a
2: fun sneaky story. At least story. 16?
0: Come on. 14?
1: We can all tell... you Okay, I'll do new ones. Okay, I got one that happened fucking five months ago. So you were
0: 14 in, in your In the fucking parking lot of the parking structure I'm just where saying, the security guard is asking weird. us to leave. It's not weird if you're the same age as the person, Chris. <laughs> I'm Still not weird. telling a story. I, it's weird... Just okay. You're making it weird. No, no, not true. Because <laughs> if we were all parents right now, we would be really conflicted on telling you stories if we all had fucking daughters, because we would have to think about our you're daughters telling a sex having story sex at fourteen. Teen teen. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's go, fine that your story's at fourteen. Okay, whatever. I was just wondering. Maybe you had one that wasn't at fourteen. Sneaky stories are usually when you're younger because you have you live with parents.
2: Literally or you have parents. sneaky
0: stories at 27. Where you at, bro? I, guess I said, I got one five months ago that happened in the parking structure at work. But it's <laughs> more sneaky when you can get in trouble as a kid. You're, it's more Mine sneaky. was I could have gotten in trouble by work and the law. Touche. I'll <laughs> give it to you. Well, I was, the law didn't it's win. Fine, Andy, Andy it's fine. It's fine. Okay. okay? Bam! Like Andy Andy fucking Andy fucking
2: we're love. arguing
0: um, analyst, analytics right now. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Go ahead. Okay, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A matter house, Okay. Then we start, she's, we're sitting there talking. Like, their parents, like I said, are down the hallway. Door has to be kept open. So her parents don't fucking, you know. Oh wow, yeah, right. Door kept open. Yeah. Yeah, the door's open. That's why I just keep opening it every five minutes. Yeah, no, the door's open. No, it's bro. stayed <laughs> open. It's kept open. Right, no, no, I get it. Door's hey, open. So the parents
1: have some semblance of, like, safety with their yeah. kid. That they obviously neglect.
0: <laughs> yeah. So she's laying down on her bed and she grabs her lotion. She goes, sit on top of my chest. And I'm like, okay. And she fucking puts me, my legs, my knees on top of her chest around her waist. And then she fucking pulls out my dick and fucking puts a bunch of lotion on her hand and starts literally jacking me off. While she's laying on my, while I'm sitting on her chest. While her parents are down the fucking hall.
2: And Where I'm are like, your
0: knees? Because my. Right next to her, side to side. Right next to her hips. Like, we're oh, on a bed. Okay, she's laying okay, down. My okay, knees are right okay. But your her knees are like like under on her armpits. On her armpits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And she's fucking, She pulls up my dick and starts jacking me off with lotion. Then you can, you can fucking hear it. Parents <laughs> down the hall, you can. But both in, both what the was the again? <laughs> get that. You ever fisted mayonnaise? No! (laughs) That's not a thing! Yeah. You? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not in (laughs) Eurrington, but inside the middle. Yeah, outside the middle, people were were fisting mayonnaise left and right. I was 14 fists of mayonnaise, Chris. (laughs) I was eight and a half fisting over (laughs) (laughs) mayonnaise. So, you can look at this wood floors because you hear it creak when they come down. But the whole time she's jacking like me up. like a
2: fucking tripwire.
0: I'm literally looking outside of the door and making sure that no one's fucking He's walking He's all turning around like... <laughs> and she fucking, she's just jacking me off both ends. It was fucking awesome. And I was like hella nervous, but it was awesome at the same time. It was fucking sweet. Just like Adam's story. Yeah. And then she fucking kept going, going. I kept watching, watching, watching. she fucking finally jacked me off onto her chest. Cleaned up. It was done. Money. My grandpa picked me back up. Wait, wait. How long did it take you to jack off on her chest? 22 seconds. Dude, it would take me a solid 30 minutes to do that right now. Unless I, like, handed my own dick and then I did it. How about 14, Chris? How about 14-year-old Chris? All right, touche. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I mean, double hand. She was good. She was a... What? Experience. <laughs> she knew. Experience. Uh, a veteran. She knew. And you're 14. Got a veteran. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. I came. Okay. I probably came in a couple minutes. It was probably a couple minutes. It was awesome. Good Plus for that you. that sneaky factor. It was fucking sweet. You didn't sweet. even have to like, get ahead or nothing. You just came just from her jerking off? Yeah. When, dude, when you that's were, a win, dude. Dude, so she moments. also blew me in a park one time. And she's the one that blew me inside the Mormon church. When you're in eighth grade, you know, you're right. a hand job is the you're shit. Right, dude. It's you're fucking right. straight. Yeah. It's the greatest. You brag about that. Stuff. I had a I hand got. job in the bus one time on what a I, basketball man. trip and I was super stoked and I didn't even come. Enough. That's so a so when you your It you jacked you off? gross. Well, let's realize the that the team. girls and the boys team travel <laughs> with each other. <laughs> no, but yeah, the, the center from high school team totally jagged me. Like, so what? you weren't the center? Yeah, yeah, Loser. totally, yes. Yeah. <laughs> center of attention, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> Go with me, gonna jack me off the window. Go me, <laughs> the ain't gonna open door and walk right in the library. Library, come with me, to everybody ain't gonna open door and walk right in the library. Library, Chris and me getting jacked off on the bus by one of his centers. By the coach. <laughs> uh, but you blocked it out because he was trying to be. Don't I don't like that. I'm gonna tell my family. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say anything. <laughs> like I'm over beard. defending myself.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you guys have beaten it out of me. I just oh that's a level of the nose. <All right>. So the book that I have chosen this week is called "When Will Jesus Bring the Pork Chops," <laughs> what? and it's written by George Carlin.
2: It's oh, fucking
0: awesome. It's one of the funniest. So is punks. it like a skit or is it like an actual book? No, it's him. It's it's basically like brain droppings. It's just different ideas and different like. So it's is it a It's him rambling. It's a book. It mostly touches on words. It's like all word based and how words are being raped. In a sense, so he came up with the title because it offends three major religions. <laughs> Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. Because he put the pork, Jesus, you know, that's... It's a pork. Yeah, when would Jesus bring that the pork chops? So and crazy. it's him at the Last Supper waiting for his pork chops. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's the fourth book written by George Carlin. So this book, for the most part, written in the same style of Carlin's other books, but with some notable thematic differences. In general, the tone of the book is darker and more critical than his previous books in terms of its outlook on politics and society. Also, much of the book is focused on euphemisms, both as used in advertising and in political correct language. The book also incorporates much of Carlin's stand-up material from across his career, taking segments from his most recent shows as well as many of his very early Performances. The book is fucking good. It's writ are uh, read by George Collin on Audible. I highly suggest that He makes it fucking so funny. And personal opinion, I think it's George Collin's best work, literary based. I think it's better than all his other fucking books. And he's, it's my a, he's a comedic one. god. So come on, yeah, come on, guys, come on. And that's gonna end it for the Alcoholicast. Um, you can find us all on Instagram at the la- or at the Alcoholicast. <laughs> find us on Facebook. Slip, cause you're you a narcissist. You can and review us on iTunes. Most you're watching thing. French movie on iTunes. Please rate. You can watch that stupid. You, I'm pretty sure you can probably watch all of our movies on Seriously. iTunes. Seriously. You and can, wait, hold on, hold on. But I know you won I know, I'm sorry. But um, you do not need to do HD for 1950s movies. That's completely inappropriate. Go to SD and pay a dollar less. You do not need HD. Anyways. Please rate and review us on iTunes. It's
1: completely... It doesn't charge you anything. But just by you rating or reviewing us, we it'll build towards us being able to pay for these new equipment and all that kind of shit. Because ratings and reviews... Get the attention of sponsors. Sponsors will give us a little bit of cash and help pay for all this new equipment we bought. We're
0: in a hole! Yeah. And <laughs> We're in a death! Listen, to be honest with you, we all need more money. Like, we need nah. more money. And I want to read all your crazy reviews, right? Whatever the fuck you want, I'll read it. On the air. Yeah, give you a shout out. You can find me on Facebook at Stevie August Borghese, and you can find me on Instagram at The Last Bibliophile. You can find Adney and Chris not doing cocaine. You can find them not. Do you want cocaine? Maybe Chris, Chris will fuck around a little bit, of but not, not You know, no, not cocaine. I'll fuck around a little bit. Oh, with what? All of okay. it. All of what? All of it. The cocaine. All of it. The cocaine. Say cocaine. No. Just say cocaine. No. Just fucking. I said it. Cocaine. 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 That's why I will never have sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> because you're not offering free cocaine. I'll have sex with anybody offering free cocaine. <laughs>